0: A.J. and the Black Eagle Strike Force defend the monastery from the threat of uh, a thousand-year-old child and her dad, I mean, brother. Meanwhile, in Kim's Blue Lion's Run, a series of tragic events proves to be just the push Dimitri needs to decide not to be mentally ill anymore. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Asynchronous, a video game catch-up show. My name is AJ.
1: My name is Kim.
0: And as we have been for the past 11, or past 10 episodes, I suppose, we are talking today about Fire Emblem Three Houses, a video game for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, We will be spoiling Chapter 15 for the Black Eagles and Chapters...
1: 16 and 17.
0: 16 and 17 for the Blue Lions, Uh, So if you have not played that far and you do not want to be spoiled, please do not listen to this episode. We understand. Okay. But otherwise, welcome to the episode. Boy, do I have a lot to talk about.
1: Yeah, same. (laughs) I remember last week I was like, oh, there won't be as many uh, supports this week because you know we unlocked all those A supports last week so now it'll be like smooth sailing um and then two things happened that meant i unlocked a bunch more supports um (gasps) oh my gosh we will talk about that oh
0: i think i know what happened but i'll we'll we'll get there in the second half second third of the show i guess Mm -hmm. uh because we're gonna start off With chapter 15 of the Black Eagle's Tempest of Swords and Shields, which I don't, uh, having played the chapter, I do not know what, how that's related to the chapter at all. That
1: just, that just seems like a generic title referring to war.
0: For real. Like the last one was the Master
1: Tactician Mm -hmm. because
0: we were fighting Claude. We were doing the whole thing, the... Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't need to get into the, the naming conventions of all these fucking chapters. All right. So this chapter starts with I said last week, it, this chapter starts with something that feels like it should have been a support. But before that, we have a, a, a small scene with Edelgard and Hubert just talking about how like, oh, we have a foothold in the alliance. And now it's our you know, we can blah, 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 blah. Um, Sorry, Hubert- it's
1: just a, is that blah, 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 uh, invade the kingdom?
0: yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> the blah, blah, yeah we're gonna go kill we're gonna go kill the king and, and destroy the church but you know Jesus. blah blah etc cetera, etc cetera. you know that's just errata pretty much
1: <laughs> <laughs> yada 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 <laughs> um,
0: yeah exactly Hubert talks about how Lord Arendelle, uh has entered Daedru and has started collecting relics uh, from the old alliance so that's exciting to know and then just says you know Ordelia and Gloucester and whatever other alliance houses are side with us The uh, some of them didn't but you know We'll just have to kill them for it, I guess. Uh, And that's that scene. But and then we get something that really I just said it, but I'm going to say it again, really feels like it was a support (laughs) scene that they were just like, well, it can't be a support scene because your relationship's already farther than this. It's just so weird. So Edelgard, it's like black. It's nighttime. Edelgard screams. Bylus shows up uh, and she's like, hey, you didn't hear anything, did you? And he's like, my options are, are you okay, Or that was a cute shriek. Oh. Uh, Didn't choose that one. (laughs) I said, Are you okay? She says, Yeah, it's nothing. And then (laughs) my choices after she says it's nothing are, are you sure about that? Or really, very cute.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no. What I love (laughs) about that is you have the option to not pick the very cute one and then the second time, just context-free, say, very cute.
0: <laughs> Very cute. Um, so I just, I was like, what are we doing? I I, I, I didn't. I didn't choose those options. Uh, and then she just says, there was a rat. I don't enjoy rats because of all the time I spent locked underneath the palace. There were a lot of rats down there. And now I have a phobia of rats.
1: Oh, boy. Okay.
0: And then we get like a, a, a little cut in picture of like, oh, this is what Byleth sees looking down at her desk. And there is like her journal there with like a sketch of Byleth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I say, what's that? And she says, what? Leave, leave it once. Uh, I recall that Hubert needs to speak with me. Uh, I must change my clothes. Now, whatever you do, don't look this way. And then I say, I already saw it. And she says, then forget what you saw. That's an order. And that's the end of the scene. Huh?
1: I wonder if, would you get that if you were playing F. Byleth?
0: It doesn't say it's an M. Byleth specific thing. Wow, interesting. Yeah, so I just like... She's what she's,
1: just, she's got a crush, I guess. I
0: I, I guess. And like, I, I just don't know. And I I, eh. I also had her her a support this week. It's like, obviously, she has a crush. You know, who wouldn't? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it just felt so weird. It didn't make any sense. It was just so yeah. out of nowhere. But
1: weird. <laughs> setting an interesting vibe.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we go into just the regular Explorer thing and we don't talk about it ever again. <laughs> it's just so it's just so weird so then you know running around uh fleish is there randolph randolph and fleish you know they're there um she just said she's you know she is a child soldier and it just is like oh i just want to make my brother proud it's like okay well this is not a great vibe mm-hmm. um uh lysithia talks about how it's all thanks to claude that the alliance wasn't like completely destroyed over this war, like he's a very good leader, and blah blah blah. So we owe a lot to him. <laughs> fucking Hubert is in the Golden Deer classroom, just like standing at the front of the class, and just like, she's <laughs> like, Claude is surprisingly intelligent. It's oh like god. shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. Like I, I have just done such a fucking one eighty on know, Hubert. Oh, me too. Um, it's so oh my god. So I, I wrote in my notes, get over yourself, dude. <laughs> Shamir calls me soft for letting Claude glow wild. Um, (laughs) And then there's actually there's a few like gate or um, merchant or like, you know, scholar whatever. There's a bunch of those conversations this Mm -hmm. this chapter. Uh, And one of the merchants tells me that in the old empire, it would have been really hard for somebody from a branch family. So like Randolph, who is in house burglaised because his mother married in.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: it would have been hard for someone. From a branch family to like rise through the ranks, and that Randolph is like a prime example of that because he's like a general in the Empire's army right now, and and in the old in the old Empire it would have been like impossible uh, for him to do that. So just like a things are actually not so bad under this yeah. new emperor. And look um, How
1: well this system is working,
0: right? Yeah, and, and there's kind of a lot of that. This chapter is kind of propaganda, mm-hmm. but hey, maybe it also is just working. <laughs> uh, and then the, okay, this is what this is what really. This kind of shook me and I don't know if it's just I didn't think about it hard enough before and and this conversation just kind of stirred it but the gatekeeper says that the alliance and the kingdom used to be one and then the kingdom, you know, uh, rebelled against the empire that's how they became the kingdom but the alliance was the group of nobles who like didn't want to be involved in that so they pulled away and formed their own thing so they weren't the ones that they didn't rise up against the empire or the kingdom you know they just kind of stayed neutral which is kind of their whole vibe anyway but also the 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 people who split off and formed house Regan were a branch of the Blathed royal family. Yeah. So all of these, (laughs) (laughs) all of these kingdoms are like linked by this, this Blathed blood in some way, Uh, not the kingdoms, all these, these places. Cause they're like, Mm.
1: You're saying Bladed, like, yeah, sorry.
0: He says, he says Blathed. It's spelled Bladed, but they say Blathed.
1: Interesting. I haven't heard anyone pronounce it that way. Uh,
0: Yes. So, so Dimitri's family line, I guess, is now in all three of these territories right now.
1: Interesting. Okay. I didn't know that.
0: So, so like, all three of these leads are like kind of related. Yeah. If you look Mm. back far enough. Mm -hmm. Um, Really weird. Really weird. Not weird, just like wild. (laughs) There's a soldier who's like, oh, I've heard that Dimitri's like really strong. We should be really afraid of him. I heard he can lift a horse
1: with a single hand. <laughs> like, yeah. Confirmed. Confirmed.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I've I mean, seen it. he, now he I fucking
0: crushed a but, dude's skull with his bare hands. So yeah, sure. He's,
1: he's supposed to be like very strong a from training, but B also it has something to do with his crest is that he is like
0: significant strength. Oh, interesting. I don't
1: know if it's literally lift a hand, lift a horse with one hand (laughs) strong, but it's like, he's very strong.
0: Sure, sure, sure. And then Ferdinand actually has, you know, my dude's always talking about noble duty and how it's the nobles duty to like protect people and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. But he actually says something that kind of feels like, growth in a way he's still like you know it's it's our duty to to protect the people but also he he frames it in like we need to protect the people because those living near the, the people living near the front lines inevitably get the worst of conflicts like this which is a, an interesting reframing of yeah. stuff that Ferdinand's been saying the whole time of like oh well it's our duty to take care of the people but he never really thought about like what that means mm-hmm. so I thought that was a, a pretty cool a pretty cool thing for for, for my boy Ferdinand to say
1: the way um, I have 180'd on this man. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: he has this like slight dig at the kingdom. He says they won't give up so easily because it's ruled by the royal family and not by a council of nobles, which is is kind of uh, kind of interesting. I think
1: when you about- interesting thing for Ferdinand specifically to say in light mm. of his father's relationship to. Sure edelgard's father and how how they kind of pulled all the strings in the empire yeah. that's really interesting. yeah 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 but it
0: is i don't know i think it's it's interesting that that comparison of just like the royal family and you know these couple of people who decided mm-hmm. that they're gonna hold they're gonna you know hoard their votes or whatever the fuck however that right however that works but but yes both systems that are abusable mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, the Death Knight says that they don't hold any uh, allegiance to the Empire or or the Emperor, that it's only part of the agreement. And I don't know what that means either. Uh, so I imagine that's some sort of uh, Arendelle thing Mm -hmm. maybe you submit a
1: FOIA request for the agreement
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes do you think do you think the empire has freedom of information i don't know Uh,
1: absolutely not (laughs) it's uh,
0: hubert shows hubert shows up and says this is the truth or i'm gonna murder you yeah exactly (laughs) um a scholar in the library tells me that that at the battle of tail was where nemesis was defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lug became the first King, which is just mm-hmm. such a funny name for a person. Ridiculous,
1: ridiculous name. I love it.
0: Yeah. And then says, and this is what I keep coming back to it, but like the whole chapter has this like weird empire, not weird because like we are part of the empire, but it's got this like empire propaganda, like patina on everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and the scholar ends this, this whole like, you know, description of, of the history with, if you look at it from the empire POV, the kingdom is just a bunch of traitors. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, man. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because I think the same scholar in the last chapter told me like the, the victors get to write history however they want. It's like, well, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, very funny. Uh... And that's that's pretty much my my thing. I Edelgard says that the alliance. She's worried that the alliance is going to fall before the empire can make its way west, but that I can't tell anyone. like she's worried that the kingdom is going to make their way into the, into the Alliance and like mm-hmm. people will join with the kingdom rather than, than keep siding with mm-hmm. the empire. Uh, and she says, but don't tell anybody that. Cause like, I don't want people to know that I'm like doubting and we kind of need to revel in this victory a little bit. Cause it's like obviously a big victory right. for us. So she says, don't mention it. And my response is mention what? And then she gets mad at me. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> making a joke. I, I know you don't, I'm like, oh I won't tell gosh. anybody. Just
1: relax. It's twice <sighs> now that like that twice particular <laughs> goof has yeah. come back to bite you. <sighs>
0: I just I'm just trying to make a joke and I thought like I was like there's no way it'll go bad twice like maybe this time she'll get it like we have more of a, a no a jokes allowed no jokes allowed apparently uh, so I just said this girl can't take a joke but whatever uh, and so that's that's my whole monastery scene uh, and then I might have said this last week what uh, you and I have definitely talked about it um, I had three paralogues to do this week mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I spent the rest of my month doing. I had, uh, Idelgard's paralogue, Hubert's paralogue, and then I had a a combo paralogue with Bernie and Petra. Oh, wow. Uh, so I think they're all pretty interesting i think the one that has the least story implications is bernie and petra's but i think i i think i want to i want to give you a choose your own adventure moment which one would you like to hear about
1: will we hear about all of them now or are you going to save the others for
0: no yeah i'll do all of them now i think
1: okay you know what let's let's build up let's start with bernie and petra
0: sure okay uh so bernie and petra bernie is like in the library and she's like ah stillness i love this and then she turns around and <laughs> petra and byleth are directly behind her and she's like oh my god <laughs> um, okay. and then petra just you know talks about how it's like oh it's better to be in why it feels like a support it's kind of weird but then basically petra's like oh well my grandfather has like sent uh, an, an army to foldland to like side with the empire but the church made it there first and they are kind of like putting pressure on them to like not join. They're not fighting them, but they are just like there, you know, to enforce like a, hey, don't fucking do this. Mm-hmm. And apparently I told I told Petra that Bernie's good at hiding, so we should go talk to her. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? But whatever. Fine. So so we we head out to, to the coast and we show up and there's just a bunch of church soldiers there and so when you when you're in the map screen you can like sometimes rearrange not Mm -hmm. everyone usually but uh, in this one i could rearrange everyone except bernie who was on the west side uh of this like we started in like a triangle so bernie was on the west uh petra's on the east and then byleth is at the tip And Bernadette is like, oh, like if we make it to the docks, like we'll be we'll be good. So we should just come around the west here because there's there's only like five guys on that side. Uh, And Petra's like, no, we should go east because there's a stronghold here and we could let some of our allies out. And there's like a whole bunch of guys on this side. And Bernie's like, that's a dumb idea. There's too many guys over there. (laughs) Whatever. So, you know, you fight your way through. Uh, I did. I did go. I, I went both ways. I spread mm-hmm. everybody out, obviously. Um, and once you get to like the it's one of the spaces that's like you restore HP every turn. Mm-hmm. So you get someone there and then the next turn, like five or six Empire allies show up, which was cool. I, you know, whatever. And then if you take out most of the guys, I don't know if this was just a time thing. Like I took too long to get Petra to like the 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 wind condition spot Mm -hmm. um reinforcements show up along with Catherine, and she's like oh it's time to kill (laughs) like we have to kill everyone is like okay and then the wind condition changes to just like kill everyone (laughs) like okay (laughs) cool so i did that uh but i wasn't gonna let Catherine leave no matter what like even if that wasn't the condition Mm -hmm. i was like what i I immediately i turned byleth around like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, was like, I was almost to the end and I was like, no, 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 we're heading back this way. we got to take care of this fucking lady. And, you know, I defeated her and she's like, oh, you're, I have to, we have to retreat. I was like, okay, whatever. They leave. We win. And I got fucking I got three new battalions out of this. Wow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So there's a there's a Bridget one, uh, I think another Empire one, and then some some other one. I don't know. And then that's that's kind of it. Bernadette is like, oh wow, I actually because we're in like kind of a foresty area by the coast, and Bernadette is like, oh wow, I like the forest. It's nice here. It's a wide open space, which is what Petra was like telling her. That's like, oh, you gotta mm-hmm. enjoy wide open spaces. Uh, and then she says that she really likes carnivorous plants because they get their dinner brought to them. <laughs> they just they just hang out, and then all of a sudden there's a bug in their in their you know, jaws or
1: whatever. I can I respect know. that reasoning. Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the, so the Bridget Arby joins the empire and Petra says that Bridget is kind of looking at this as an opportunity to like become more valuable because they've always just kind of been a vassal state.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So just kind of like there. And then Bernadette is like, wow, Petra, you're incredible. You like always fight for like what you believe in and blah, blah, blah. And Petra's like, oh my gosh, Bernie, you're, you're just as incredible. And it's really Aww. sweet. And I was like, oh, this is nice. Uh, and so that was that. So Bridget, has joined the Empire. I haven't seen any like I mean I got the battalions, but like I haven't seen any kind of uh narrative or, or battle advantage to that so far. And then we got Hubert and Edelgards. I think I'm actually going to do Edelgards first.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Edelgards is called Insurmountable. They all, they all have uh, titles, which is, yeah. I think is fun. She's planning a council meeting, and Hubert shows up and is like, oh, Almira is at Fodland's Throat, which is a mountain range uh, in Fodland, uh, mm-hmm. and they are there trying to take Fodland's Locket, which is a fortress that basically is like the only way to get through to the the kingdom is mm-hmm. to like hold Fodlin's locket um cuz it's like a toll it's a tunnel underneath the mountain. Oh
1: okay.
0: Or something like that. I from my understanding that's what it is. It's very kind of confusing cuz it's just like here's a whole bunch of history. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Um but that's that's how I understand it. Oh sorry. It's it's between Almira and Fodlin, not between Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh and so Hilda's older brother was the I guess general of that place but he is sick and their army is kind of like waning or whatever so we have to show up and like you know provide assistance or whatever and we show up and nadare is there, wavern guy from the battle with claude
1: oh yeah okay
0: yes so he's there more wyverns just a whole bunch of things it's Mm -hmm. just a regular battle nothing crazy happens and (laughs) i defeat or i have edelgard defeat nadare and he says what a scary woman (laughs) uh so he's dead now yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then after the fact, like we're talking of the battle and she's like, I'm not, you know, it's kind of the same deal as as when we were at wherever the fucking dare I guess, mm-hmm. was the 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 alliance place where she's like, you know, I'm not trying to like crush these people. Uh, I'm just, you know, we need to like communicate openly and respect the differences between our cultures because Almira doesn't worship the goddess and stuff so like they don't have any uh, connection really to the kingdom in that way so it's really just we you know we have to communicate and like f- you know suss out our differences or whatever and be right. like yeah well you know we're on your side whatever
1: question hmm. um when you defeat like in these paralogues when you defeat uh catherine or mm-hmm. Nader, uh are they killed or do they retreat
0: no so so catherine retreated okay. uh nadare was killed Got it. And I think it's you know it just depends on on the thing, um, mm-hmm. whatever we're doing. So then after the fact, Hubert, you know, we're that was Byleth and Edelgard talking, and then Hubert shows up and Edelgard's like, oh, like is is uh, Lord Goneril okay, uh, or Duke, whatever, whatever his title is. Like, what was wrong? And he's like, oh, I. <laughs> he's like oh he just ate some bad mushrooms and he's like (laughs) really he's really sick but my immediate thought is he says uh uh he he's got like lesions and stuff and he's exuding a mysterious vapor (laughs) and and edelgard's like oh geez that's awful and i say i'm too curious i have to Mm -hmm. go look and edelgard's like maybe you can report back what it looked like (laughs) Which is really funny. But then if you think about it for like another an, a, another minute or two, like Hubert absolutely poisoned this guy so that he would request our assistance so we can like really concrete the oh. Empire's hold in the Alliance as like an ally.
1: Interesting. Do, is... Is that implied or is that just something that you I I, I think it's I
0: I, it might just be because Hubert's saying it and Hubert has been known to poison people. Mm -hmm. But when but the fact that we get a scene or we get the lines of like Edelgard like, oh, what's wrong? And he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, he he ate some bad mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And it's like delivered from Hubert kind of makes me feel
1: right. Okay. Like yeah. he had something to do with it. I think you're probably uh, right.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, like we know that Hubert keeps secrets from her and like does things even mm-hmm. though she asks him not to. So like that mm-hmm. really doesn't feel out of the realm of possibility that that is what happened. Uh, strategically, kind of a good idea. <laughs> uh, but also like don't poison people. I don't know. Uh, so that's that's that whole that's that whole paralog. And then we have Hubert's The Darkness Beneath the Earth. Oh, God. Um, so Hubert summons Byleth uh, and and says that he's been investigating Solon and, you know, Kranya and that whole mm-hmm. all of them because he wants to know, like, what what their deal is. And then he calls them those who slither in the dark. It's a very mysterious like a title. Uh Yeah. Uh, and then Arendelle shows up, uh, who if I hadn't Googled when you brought him up before, I would have now realized, oh, he's the one that was talking to the Flame Emperor. Like he was like the the guy with like the goatee and the the angry like eyebrows. The and stuff. The y-
1: yes, at the yeah. very beginning of the game. Yes, at the very
0: beginning of the game. And like you I've obviously we knew that that Arendelle had like worked with all these people and stuff. I just, I would not have realized until right this moment that like, no. Oh, this is, this is that fool. Um, so yes, the guy from the very beginning of the game who was talking to the flame member and stuff, he shows up and, and asks for Hubert and my, because I'm there, uh, help with a, a, a demon that got loose while they were doing some experiments in the woods or whatever. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll oh my help. God. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so we go, we do that. And that's it. There's just like a whole bunch of monsters. And there's like five mysterious mages that we have to save. They're like, you know, they work with soul mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, who honestly as allies pretty strong, they did pretty good. <laughs> Uh, so we save them and one of them says what a disgrace to be saved by these fools uh, and then Hubert's like yep but we did save you so what are you, you going to give us for it and then they give us like uh, uh, some sort of mysterious lance that they've been making I don't know Oh, uh, says it's made with ancient technology uh, okay. ancient methods something like that whatever Ain't
1: nothing bad ever happened with this lance <laughs>
0: Yeah, nothing bad ever happened. Uh, So they teleport away and the description or is either the description or Hubert says that the the power of this weapon is like relic adjacent. Mm -hmm. Um, So like they are making their own relics, which is horrifying.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's cool and good
0: and fine yeah uh and then the end of that scene is is arendelle shows up and is like oh thanks for you know thanks for taking care of this blah 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 and hubert is like this motherfucker thought that mm-hmm. we were gonna have a hard time and that they were gonna save us mm-hmm. but we fucking we turn this shit around and now you know that they, now they're kind of running away with their tail between their legs or whatever uh and then he says the line we who rule the shadows will eradicate those who slither in the dark uh, talking about House Vestra's war that will begin after the Emperor's war is over. Whoa. So <laughs> Yeah. So he's basically like once we take the kingdom, then the secret shadow war begins. Oh
1: my God.
0: Yeah. So that was Oof. neat, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh and and those are all of my those are all of my supports. Or all of my paralogues rather. Uh none of my supports. Not yet. <laughs> um yeah. So just a, so much happened. So much happened before we got to the battle. <laughs> But it's a good time. It's a good time. Great time. <sighs> so then the end of the month comes and we have a battle and right. it's a battle at Garig called the Battle of Garig Uh, which is interesting because that's not where our battle is supposed to be this month. Uh, we were supposed to be heading out to, uh, I think, just heading out to Ferdiad mm-hmm. uh, to, to attack the kingdom. But the church had made its way through the Valley of Torment, which is where Nemesis was defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they came through the Valley of Torment and then made it south down the mountain range toward Mach Got it. So our little pre scene is: you know, we get that news and then Hubert's like worried because they know there's still like so much about the monastery that we don't know in terms of like strategic, you know, traps and. Passageways and whatever, so he's all worried about that, which immediately made me feel like we were going to get crazy ambushed, yeah, uh, like from inside the monastery, uh, which did not happen, thankfully. Which feels weird because I, why bring it up if yeah. whatever? And then I get a scene with Seth and Flane. I feel like these scenes are so weird—the ones where you get from like the opposite side of the battle.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's it's weird, and it's pretty much just like, oh, you know, I'm sad that we have to fight the professor, but like he sided with the wrong side, so we have to kill him. Seth says the line, uh, "Their betrayal has changed." changed Rhea tells Slain to stay away from the front lines tells her that you are my reason for living uh, and then i wrote they're trying to make me feel bad about killing these two and it's working that <laughs>
1: is that is like an exact parallel to the scene that i got with with Flation Randolph, except like i didn't care about those people at all it's interesting
0: wow okay it's i talked weird. about that
1: last time right yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, it sounds like almost exactly the same <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah the same but with no baggage <laughs> mm-hmm. so then the battle starts Aloise is there sateth is like all the way in the back uh and we, we are like just outside of the monastery um it's kind of like the 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 reverse what my chapter 13 battle mm-hmm. was where instead of going toward the monastery through the town we are now coming from the monastery through the town that's um, what
1: what mine was, <laughs> was okay your, okay okay yeah <laughs>
0: yeah so so that's happening there was like uh another one of those it's not the ballista but it was it, and it's not for magic users it was for like Aloise was on it it had like oh. a crazy range and it was like a catapult basically it was just mm-hmm. like throwing uh rocks in like a, a like a cross formation so they mm-hmm. they hit a pretty large area but thankfully it was it was pretty easy i think every single time he shot it whoever it was aimed at dodged it mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so whatever, fine. And our formation was like really weird. Cause we're like spread out across the whole, you know, the whole side of the monastery mm-hmm. and, uh, Hubert the whole time is like, careful they probably have like an ambush planned or something so like we got to keep it keep our eye out keep our formations whatever uh which really really made me not move a whole lot yeah (laughs) Uh, in the in the (laughs) early stages of the battle because i was afraid to get attacked so then like halfway through uh hubert says that he's he sees people heading into the woods with flammable material which i uh, yeah so it was like oh okay they're gonna attack us with fire from the sides if we take too long uh which i didn't i felt like i took I don't know. It's like six or seven turns. So I don't know how long you have to take before that stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, and then some people just like pop out in the middle of the map at one point, you know, classic. Uh, one of those people is Flain. Uh, and Felix fucking kills her in
1: one <laughs> hit. <laughs> K- kills her dead?
0: Kills her dead. Uh, and she she tells Sateth, I'm returning to mother before you do. And Sateth <clears Setef throat> is obviously extremely upset about that. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so she's dead. <laughs> that happens. And then I what? send, I, I spend the next like three turns trying to send Byleth from all the way on one side of the map, all the way to the other side of the map, uh, like, like horizontally, mm-hmm. because I want him to to be the one to kill always um, <laughs> for those juicy, those juicy extra lines. Mm-hmm. And I do. And he says, I can't believe you'd try to kill lady Rhea. Geralt must be turning in his grave to which I laughed at because like, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. uh, and then you kill him and he's like, uh, uh Gerald, I protected the monastery. How you want to be mm. Even though he died. I don't know. And then I uh, sent Edelgard to kill fucking Sateth and he just kept dodging her attacks for two full turns. so uh, boy. yeah so the <laughs> death Knight did it <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, And he just says like I've lived many years, but there's still so much that I wanted to do or wanted to see or something I was like oh okay. My God yeah uh so that's the battle uh it's good battle a lot of strategy stuff happening which is fun mm-hmm. then i get i get a little post scene with edelgard being like hubert i want a status report blah 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 uh, and then i get Catherine and raya uh katherine reporting back that seteth and flane are dead they were fighting somewhere else around Around Mm -hmm. there. And then she says, uh, first my mother, now those two. Uh, and then says that she's gonna kill me, and then says, In the name of the Nabataeans, I swear it. Uh and I don't know who they are. (laughs) No, neither. Cool. And she's like hysterical at this. She's like screaming like at the top of her lungs, really, really well voice acted. Um, but she's like absolutely losing it. Uh, and then we go back inside the monastery, Randolph is dying, Ladislava has been killed. Uh, I don't know about Fleish. Uh, Nobody says anything about Fleish, but Randolph is just like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And so basically what we get from this from Hubert's report is that it was pretty much a tie, Uh, like not a tie, but like a, a heavy losses on both sides, you know, generals, commanders, whatever. But we managed to keep the monastery safe, basically. So so it's kind of a win for us. But hubert natal are like they're gonna say it's a win for them Mm -hmm. even though we still hold the monastery but you know uh so so that happened uh and then we you know we hop around the entire house of how everybody feels about it bernie said it was scary lynn was like lynn Hart was like i was ready to die like i was preparing myself for death but it's cool that we didn't die (laughs) petra and caspar are like we need to keep fighting let's go right now let's keep fighting let's go And Ferdinand actually says uh, there are a number of lords who who saw our victories uh, and have decided to join our side Mm. or or this is at least, you know, concreted our our grasp in the alliance and stuff. Uh, And uh, we are going to head to the Teltian Plains uh, and then to Ferdiad. And Edelgard says "Quote the final chapter of our fight with the kingdom <laughs> is cl- is close at hand, hmm. uh, and because of some meta knowledge, I know that there are at least, or I know that there are three chapters left, mm-hmm. which makes me feel like in the next." chapter we're or, or chapter or two we're gonna defeat the kingdom and then we're gonna have to fight those who slither in the dark <laughs> um and that is gonna be my true ending but we'll we'll see i did play or i did watch the beginning cutscene of chapter 16 so i do know a little bit of what we're doing but i will not talk about it this week because uh, okay. it's not super relevant uh one thing i will say from the beginning of the next chapter is that Aelgard got some new armor and it's sick but i won't get to play with that new class until next mm-hmm. week uh so yeah that's uh chapter 15 tempest of swords and shields i feel like i just talked so much
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i this mean is, you did but is, it was all really interesting
0: yeah it, this is just so i mean we've reached the point in the show now where obviously we're experiencing mm-hmm. two completely different stories
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's just like <laughs> i feel like i just talked at you for like 30 full minutes
2: that's how i <laughs> and felt now, last yeah, week yeah,
0: I, yeah well and and now and now you're about to do the same to me but like i'm Probably I'm, for I'm like here an for an it i'm so, <laughs> right. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that, that's that whole battle. Uh, I'm very excited to come back and talk about supports later. Um, but why don't we move on unless you have anything else you would like to say about this?
1: I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. So (laughs) chapter 16 in the blue lions run is called the rose colored river.
0: Oh, oh, actually, it's probably blood, right?
1: <laughs> I assume so. That never gets explained otherwise. Okay, uh, yeah. Unless I missed it. So <laughs> so just to recap uh where we left off last week, we are trying to take the Great Bridge of Murden in Alliance territory. Uh, you know, this this sort of controls the passage from the Empire to the Alliance. So it would be a big win not only for us, but also for you know, Claude's forces. Okay. Um, and so we've, we've asked for house Regan's help to attack the empire. You know, if, and when we, we pass through this chapter starts with a scene uh, in the cathedral. Uh, both Rodrigue and Byleth are there because they can't sleep. Uh, <laughs> and we get to talking. to nice. talk about Glenn. Yeah.
0: That's what I figured.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's always about Glenn.
1: It's all about Glenn. Everybody (laughs) loves Glenn. So, you know, he just says, I keep recalling my eldest son. He was very gifted. He was made a a knight at the age of 15 and um, was killed at Dusker. Uh, All that returned of him that day were his sword and his armor.
0: Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say, like, his arms or something. No!
1: <laughs> like oh my God. I don't know. It's like just no. pieces
0: of him. It's like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Sword in his armor. Interesting. And he says, after it happened, I said something horrible to Felix, and he has hated me ever since, and I don't blame sure. him. I realized uh, through a support that I got this week, the horrible thing that he said is something we've talked about before, which is mm. he said um, he died like a true knight. Which oh, yeah. It, to me, that feels like it's... The same as, oh, they're in a better place. Or, oh, they died, mm. you know, peacefully. Doing what they love Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it, I don't think it's that horrible to say. It's kind of just a thing that the living say to comfort themselves about death. <laughs> right, yeah, like what you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, I guess to like a 15-year-old kid, I can understand why that was like not great. Sorry, can so, I just
0: butt in for a second? Absolutely. I have read now, mm-hmm. over the past couple of years, several thousand pages of high fantasy mm-hmm. novel. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing I've learned is that if you don't see a body. Yeah. They're probably not dead.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, this is, I don't have any other information about that in these two chapters, but I I agree with you that that's very interesting. Interestingly, (sighs) that same concept uh, will come up later with respect to someone completely different. So just a little preview. Cool. So, you know, we chat briefly about. Grief uh, in general, and um, that leads us to Dimitri. And Rodrigue says, you know, I'm not strong enough to scold him for his foolishness. As adults, it's our responsibility to scold him and help him find his way again. Two things. Dimitri is also an adult now. Right. Like, right. I, I don't know that scolding Ugh. an adult is a thing that we need to do. And by the way, um, I don't know if you can scold someone out of having delusions and hallucinations, but...
0: Yeah. Oof, we'll, oof. we'll put a pin this is in a, this that. This is a very like choose
1: happiness moment. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> um, oh, AJ, just wait. So the, this sort of concludes with Broderick asking me, you know, I, I hope you'll continue to rein in Dimitri's desire for revenge. And at the end of this conversation, he says, we've, we've received house Regan's consent. So we're going to prepare to, to leave, you know, they're going to help us. So transitioning to the monastery phase, uh, dimitri also gets some sick armor here uh i think it's oh, supposed nice. to be like like his father's armor that rodrigue brought to him oh. um and a new class Let's see rodrigue re-upped our rations so everybody's really happy Raph can have seconds again <laughs> um <laughs> when i talked to Raph this week he goes let me at that bridge i'll bust it down myself oh, my oh but then how will we cross um <laughs> I cannot believe there was a time oh. when I question whether this man is a himbo. He is yeah. the quintessential himbo. I love him yeah. so much. Oh, incredible. <laughs> the the conversation. there's a lot of conversations with like knights and monks and stuff. Um throughout the the monastery this week and all of them are questioning whether we can trust Claude um mm. which was very upsetting to me because sure. I love him and I don't like where that's going and yeah I, I just like to share the the things that Dimitri says to me uh, in these yeah. <laughs> these wonderful moments we're sharing together this <laughs> month if I try to talk to him he says if you stand in my way I will strike you down <laughs> Neat. Cool. Uh, <laughs> um <laughs> oh, shit. So I had Fine. one paralogue in this month uh, and it was it was a Rhea paralogue. So I was like, shit, are we about to find Rhea? No, um, she oh. left a treasure for me in the holy tomb, but she booby trapped it. Um, so basically we go down there and we fight a bunch of like phantom, uh, like soldiers and stone oh. golems and shit. And we, we get like a cool shield. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, it was not that interesting. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. And that's the only paralog I have, uh, actually, in either of these chapters. So, moving on to the battle. Mm -hmm. The pre-battle cut scene, we find out, you know, there are Imperial soldiers at the bridge, so we're going to have to take them out. And uh, Dimitri and Felix kind of uh, have words. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, Dimitri's like, oh, I'm going to get my revenge or whatever. And Felix is like, this is war. Like, every one of us has lost someone we care for. But all of us suppress our anger and grief because it's pointless. Dimitri, all you're accomplishing is stacking up more corpses. Fucking tell him, Felix.
0: Yeah, Jesus.
1: And uh, Dimitri goes, like, full sort of, like, edgelord, like, (sighs) oh, you know, like, let me take this into an absurdly philosophical direction. Uh, he says, "If the dead are beyond reach, is it not also pointless to mourn or even bury those who are lost?" <laughs> and Felix, very wisely, does not take the bait. He's like, "I'm, I, I'm out." <laughs> but fuck. He addresses Byleth. Remember, it's not compassion for Dimitri that's brought our army so far. You know, some of us despise the empire. Some of us side with the church. God. But if we keep running down this path, like the path that Dimitri wants to take us down, it's only a matter of time before that comes back to bite us in the ass. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. He is correct. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. So uh, Autobots roll out. We go to the battle. Ferdinand is here very upsetting to me, Uh, A, someone I really like now, and B, someone that I wanted to recruit and was too late. So we do a bit of battling, and then Dudu shows up. (gasps) He looks, AJ, he looks so fucking good. Um, His hair looks great. He's got like his little ponytail in the back of his head and the shaved sides. He's got a a bunch of cool new face scars. He's wearing a cool scarf. He looks amazing. Um, All of my romance plans have been completely thrown out of whack because now I'm like, I got to marry this man. Um, Oh, my
0: God. Look at this beefcake. Jeez
1: Louise. So good. Um, There is also uh, in this battle a minor noble of the Alliance who has sided with the empire, whose name is Lord Acheron. Mm
0: -hmm. I think yes. Baron Acheron. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This man is, I don't know why he's just rancid. I am not like, yeah, no bad vibes, bad vibes. Um, yeah. And at some point Lawrence also shows up. (laughs) Um, and I accidentally had Ash kill him. Um, okay he wasn't he wasn't supposed to take him all the way down to zero but then he got a crit um because he's just so good at the bow um and so Lawrence is killed his last words before he departs this mortal coil are lay me to rest in a matter befitting of the nobility
0: oh my fucking god (laughs) dude yeah god wow you got both of them there what did ferdinand say when you had to kill him
1: he said even if I die please protect this area.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's actually not a shape.
1: Yeah. Also Ladislava was there and Dimitri killed her and I don't care about that. Um, sure. So after oh, the battle- Sorry, did
0: they call her did they call her the Scarlet Warrior? No. I don't okay, because so. there was there was uh, some some soldier or whatever at the monastery was like, oh, they call Ladislava the Scarlet Warrior. And then she died then the end of the chapter. So I was <laughs> like, why? Why did I need to know this bit of lore? Like what? Whatever.
1: Maybe a last ditch effort to get you to be invested in her. Yeah. Oh, She's got a cool nickname. Oh, so after this battle is over, we get a few different like post battle cutscenes. scenes. Um, the first is the reunion of Dudu and Dimitri. The details of what happened to dedu are sort of unclear okay but the sense that I get is Dmitri was in jail waiting to be executed Dedu saved him somehow. Dimitri thought that he was killed in his place but Dedu was saved by men of Dusker. <laughs> and okay what so the way that this works sort of like metagaming a little bit is if you did deduce paralogue, Oh, uh, okay. And spared those soldiers from Dusker, they they saved him. Got it, got it, got it. If you did not do Deduce Paralogue, he does not come back. He is canonically dead. <laughs> Oof. Which is awful.
0: That's sad, yeah. Um,
1: I, I believe I ranted about this last week. Um, so I, I won't get into it again. But
0: I, did we do sorry, did you rant about it on the show or did we talk about it afterwards?
1: I don't I don't recall, actually. That's a good point. Um yeah. I just think that. I, and I'll get into it later, but I think that Dudu is clearly moving towards a really um, satisfying conclusion in this run because I saved him. <laughs> it sucks to me that there's a version of this where he does not survive, um, right. where he dies for Dimitri and that's just it. Like, <laughs> So, you know, I'm not like the authority to, to speak on this, but I think that it's not hard to notice in this game that Dusker and Dudu... It, it, it's sort of coded as like there's vibes of like colonialism happening. Yeah,
2: for, sure, for um,
1: sure. You know, and the the genocide of of the people of Dusker absolutely has like that kind of vibe. Um, the mm. fact that, as I've mentioned before, to has darker skin than all of the other Blue Lions, like it seems like they're they're kind of hinting at these themes or sort of relying on our you know, the the way that the player, like, views the world to kind of frame the situation with Dusker. And so it's very frustrating to me that there mm. is a world where this character dies for, you know, the white savior character. Mm. And that's it. That's his story. We never get to see to Dudu move to a place of, you know, you deserve to live a rich and full life Right. That is yours. You deserve to have your own feelings and motivations.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's frustrating to me that like there is a version where if you happened to miss out on doing a battle, that's the story that you get right. for this, this really good character. And it, right. Uh, it just. It yeah,
0: it's it's kind of a disservice to I mean, to, to that character, but a disservice to even put that in the game to mm-hmm. like have a character with that like weak of an ending, I think.
1: Right. Right. And you know, it would be one thing uh, it's not merely the fact that like I really like this character and they kill him off early. Like I think that's that's really compelling. Sure. But d- just the way that it's handled the character they chose to do that with is is a little bit frustrating to me. Yeah. That being said, I think that if he does survive, it's already having like some really great payoff. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later. Nice. So, um did you sort of explains what happened or explains enough of what happened that I can sort of get a gist and asks Dimitri, can I serve as your, your sword and shield again? Dimitri says, of course, but you have to swear to me, you'll never throw your life away again, Hmm. which is kind of nice. The next scene that we get, uh, Dimitri seems troubled and Byleth asks why Um, she asks if he regrets killing uh, our former friends And uh, he says, no, I had no choice but to kill them. That's all there is to it. But his voice is wavering. So we're starting to see cracks in the veneer of uh, revenge, Dimitri. Okay.
0: Uh, Revenge, Dimitri.
1: (laughs) And now uh, the last scene, the last post-battle scene we get in chapter 16, a maiden approaches us. Okay. She insists on joining our ranks. Um, She (laughs) says, "I, I don't have anywhere else to go but I can use magic. I can fight. I can cook. And Rodrigue's like, you're a literal child. Like, why, why do you want to join an army? Mm-hmm. She says, I need to get revenge. I must strike down the one who murdered my big brother.
0: Yeah. That's what I figured.
1: It's flesh. It's yeah, flesh. yeah. 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 None of us yeah. know that. Um, and so in <sighs> a moment of dramatic irony, Dimitri is the one who makes the call and is like, let her join. Like, <laughs> I'm on board for more revenge. Um sure. so Flesh wow. uh, is now within our oh, rights. Man.
0: God, I feel like you have such a cool story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like mine is so much more straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um of just like oh we're trying to do this thing also in the background there's like the lord Arundel, those who slither, yeah. slither in the dark thing that's happening but like i feel like yours is is outwardly more like twisty and turny yeah um, i don't
1: maybe it'll make sense in retrospect but it's weird to me that yours is so short because it feels rushed it feels like they're just trying mm. to you know hit a bunch yeah. of, of like beats in like battles not so much in like the story.
0: Yeah, well that's the thing is like in my in my version of Fodlin post uh you know post empire it's like the empire's doing great. If anything we're just kind of at a stalemate which is right. like, you know, still not bad. Uh, and then like byla shows up and they're like, oh, OK, well, this is the this is the one thing we needed to win all these battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's just do all the battles <laughs> and then we'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I agree. I do think it's it's there's certainly not as much happening outside of fighting as there could be. Uh, and especially as you describe what's happening in your chapters, there's like, I don't know, it, it, this game just has so much more in it that's that's not just like okay well we talk a little bit and then we go fight and then we talk a little bit and then we go fight Mm -hmm. um but so kind of a bummer but that's fine i i am at definitely going to do i mean i'm gonna do the golden deer but i'm also Mm -hmm. gonna do the the church route as well yeah um because i'm extremely curious to see what happens there for a lot of reasons but yeah me too (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm fucking curious what's going to happen <laughs> in my route. Shit. Um, okay, so moving on to chapter 17. Woo! Blood of the Eagle and Lion. Oh, ho, ho. Yeah. Okay. Um, so having now taken the Bridge of Merton, uh, our forces begin to invade the Empire. Meanwhile, the Imperial Army is garrisoning soldiers at Fort Mercius, which is sort of on the other side of Grander. So, you know, we receive intelligence about this. We... Also suspect that we will, as sort of as we are entering the empire, we're like we're going to be going through Gronder, and um, we suspect that the alliance is also going to end up there. Mm. Um, you know, the the soldiers at Fort Mercius we expect will also meet us there uh, to try and stop us from gaining any further ground in Empire territory, okay. and so we expect that all three will uh, be meeting at Field to fight. That's and everybody intense. of okay, course so- it's like, oh, it's like the battle of Eagle and Lion, uh, yeah. but this time it's real. Yeah. Um, but this time it's real. I would be interested to see if you end up like having a battle like this. It doesn't make sense sort of geographically if you're, you're pushing North, but I suppose, you know, can take you anywhere right yeah but i mean I, well yeah you've already defeated claude so no right that's
0: what i was about to say yeah, yeah. and
1: i mean they, they did they
0: did the same thing in my battle of the eagle and lion I was like oh i hope we don't have to actually do this mm-hmm. for real
1: i hope we don't you know uh, uh
0: that whole thing so it's interesting that that's foreshadowed but then mm-hmm. not there's no like payoff in in my route maybe it's yeah. a, a church if you do it in the church it, it happens yeah. but
1: and i mean this is I like know. a big moment there's a lot of build up to this um sure so it is really interesting that there's a route where it just doesn't happen but right. you know we discuss we could use some kingdom reinforcements but you know if if the alliance is down to join up you know we think it'll be chill um (laughs) and it's weird to me because i thought we already did this i thought we already like sent a messenger to claude and he agreed and we were going to be buds um but Mm. we go through this rigmarole again where we're like should we join forces or wait and see I don't know what that means. Um, So I say, let's join forces. um, And they're like, okay, well, you know, we got to see if they'll agree, even though I thought we already agreed. So we'll send a messenger.
0: I think from from how I understand how Claude is kind of playing it in Mm -hmm. in my my version is it's kind of he's trying to kind of do both sides. So like maybe he agreed to you on paper because it's like, you know, it'll keep you off his back. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, he's making those same agreements with the Empire. So I think maybe this is like a this will concrete this in real life. And it's not just like feigned uh, you know neutrality or whatever. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I, I think you're probably right. I think I whether it's presented different differently, or I think possibly I just had some wishful thinking here. I was like, (laughs) oh, the alliance is with us. Like we all want to defeat the empire. They started this we'll end it. And uh, you're right. He's very much playing both sides. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, everyone kind of reminisces about the battle of the eagle and lion (sighs) and it's like, are we going to have to kill more friends? Yeah. And the consensus is like, Maybe. Um, <laughs> and so we, you know, we head into this knowing that we're about to clash with the Empire and right. wondering whether we're about to clash with the Alliance as well. Yeah. So we're transitioning to the monastery scene, in general, morale is pretty low because we killed some <laughs> friends of ours. Sure. Dorothea oh. ripped my fucking heart out. Uh, she said, we killed Ferdy, Professor. He used to be our oh. friend. Do you even remember those days I'm sorry. I didn't want to. Damn. I didn't want to, Dorothea.
0: Damn. That made me, that made me sad.
1: Yeah. Um, there's also Shit. a soldier who's like, everyone's so calm about the fact that we're probably all going to die. Um, <laughs> you know, you and Rodriguez and Gilbert, there's like something wrong with you all. I swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First of all, yeah, dude. <laughs> Second of all, um, okay. <laughs> I didn't start this war. (laughs) You have Edelgard to thank for it, but you bet I'm going to end it. Um, Sylvain is wondering if we do manage to take down Edelgard. I I forgot to mention, the volume of troops that we understand are being gathered at Fort Mercius leads us to believe Mm -hmm. that the emperor herself might be there and might be preparing for this battle. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Dimitri's like really amped to do the kill, um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> to do the big murder, to
1: do the big kill. And yeah. Sylvain is like, okay, if that happens, what is Dimitri's next plan? Like, what what's he gonna do next? I I'll, I'll follow, but like, I just want to know that there is a plan. Fair enough. <laughs> <Sure>. um, <laughs> uh, i was very excited to talk to to do, again to figure out what the fuck happened to him um yeah. and the best that i get when i speak to him in the monastery is circumstances and my wounds have prevented me from being uh by his highness's side these five years Okay, because of circumstances. <laughs> okay. Because of
0: circumstances, don't ask about their circumstances. That's
1: a lot of "by my bed" references I've made today, but yeah, I, that that is meaningless. Um,
0: yeah, what the fuck? Uh,
1: when I chat with <laughs> Sedith this month, he says I am pretty sure I already know where Raya is. I think she's in the Imperial Capital. Um, but that means that we can't save her until we take the empire down, so th- so he thinks that she's being held captive, yeah, I think she he thinks she's a prisoner. Um, interesting, right or wrong. I don't know. Hmm. And finally, I speak to the maiden, and <laughs> sure. she says, "I'll finally be able to avenge my brother. I swear I'll take down that monster. This is why it's a problem that Byleth is apparently allergic to asking questions. <laughs> Because if you just said, "Hey, like, who was your brother? Who yeah. killed them? Like, would it, would she be honest? No, but maybe we could suss out that like something's a little suspicious. No, we all we just take it all at face value. Cool, great job. Hope you get to kill whoever killed your brother. By the way, she seems to think it was Dmitri, but it was me. It, it was, was Violet. <laughs> because Dmitri wanted to torture him, and I was like, no, right. no, we're just going to put an end to this. Um, oh yeah." <laughs> whatever uh, <laughs> Shit. Uh, no spoilers uh so it is uh time to go to battle you get a couple of pre-battle cut scenes first um it's rodrigan gilbert uh you know i guess discussing preparations Rodrigue so he he addresses Gilbert as Gilbert and then stops himself and is like no Gustav yeah um, yeah thank you I'm glad we're all done like pretending yeah like I don't know why we're all pretending that's his name he brings up the tragedy of Dusker because Rodrigue lost Glenn the tragedy of Dusker he has done a lot of investigation to figure out what happened and what he has discovered is that. There is no evidence that Dimitri's stepmother, she she was in her own carriage, and there is mm-hmm. no evidence to suggest that her carriage had been attacked.
2: <gasps>
1: Ooh. Uh, her name is Lady Patricia, by the way. Lady Patricia? Lady Patricia. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, you know, he...
0: <laughs> I can't not think about the... the
1: Patricia! <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting. It's so funny to me that like some people in this game are named like Lug and then some people are just like Bill. Anyway. (laughs) Um, So aside from Dimitri, everyone else was slaughtered, Mm. um, but Patricia's body was never found. Side note, I think we know that Glenn's body was also not found or at least it wasn't returned to Rodriguez. So uh, whatever. So Gilbert's like, oh, does that mean she was abducted? You know, maybe they took her for ransom or maybe she was taken to the empire as like a political tool. And Rodriguez like, yeah, but like we never, we never got like a ransom note. We never right. heard about her. You know, if she was like in hiding, presumably she wouldn't, you know, she wouldn't have any reason to stay in hiding. Um, yeah. So Rodriguez is like, listen, what I'm, what I'm getting at here is I think she might've been involved in the incident. And Gilbert's like, how dare you, you know, besmirch her name or whatever. <sighs> and Roderick's like, listen, I don't, I'm not implying that she like arranged for the king's murder, but I'm just saying there seems to be some kind of larger conspiracy that we're not aware of. Yeah. Yeah. I, which by the way, I said this, <laughs> I want to go on record and say <laughs> I was right. I also suspected this, Rodriguez. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Anyway.
0: This feels like a, this, I mean, she's Lord Arundel's sister, right? hmm so not completely
1: out of the realm of possibility.
0: Yeah. yeah. She's a shady fool.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. Oof. Um, At this point, the two of them are interrupted by a soldier who, you know, lead them <laughs> into the next cut scene. One of the knights that we sent to the Alliance to deliver, you know, our message, our request for help from from Claude has turned up dead, was apparently like brutally killed. And so uh, Gilbert asks, you know, does this mean, <laughs> you know. They're, they're not going to help us. And this is their way of telling us. We don't know who's behind it. So we, we don't know the answer to that question. But, um, at this point, I forget who said it. Probably Gilbert says joining with the Alliance is out of the question now. I'm like, is it? Um,
0: yeah. What? You don't even know who killed him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Um, and this is this, we'll get there, but this Mm. is the beginning of what really frustrated me about this chapter. Okay. So, uh, just to close this out, Dimitri's like, I never expected help, and anyone who stands in my way is going to get crushed. Cool. And we we get a shot of Flesh being like, It is time, dear friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. And so we launch into the battle. It is called Two War at Gronder. So, um, it is the same Gronder field map that we had in the.
2: Yeah battle of
1: Eagle and Lion, you know, everybody's in the same places that they were. <laughs> uh, and so I, as I'm looking around the map, I'm looking for familiar faces. Um, and the first one I see is Petra. Oh. AJ, I started crying. <laughs> I started full on crying because I didn't want to kill her. Um, yeah. Aelgard and Hubert are also here, but I didn't cry for them <clears throat> on the Alliance side. Ignatz, Claude and Lysithia are on the map. Um, at this point, Jeez. they're not like listed as enemies, um, which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. There is a fucking rad cutscene um that I'm just going to pull up screenshots um, okay. to describe it to you. It opens with like this cool shot of like an eagle flying over the, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> the battlefield yeah, yeah, yeah. and Edelgard's mages sort of lob a bunch of fireballs into uh, both the kingdom and alliance troops right away. And so we get these like amazing, like uh, e- each of Dimitri and Claude and, and Edelgard are like okay, this is it. Like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I'm going to plan my attack. Dimitri is like, oh, you know, I'm going to get my revenge. The dead must have their tribute. <clears throat> um, Jesus Christ. Claude says, as big class reunions go, this one's got to be the worst in history. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my god and edelgard says years ago we fought here as classmates but not today and she looks really sad
0: yeah it's like yeah.
1: you started this don't act all- like you did this is your fault yeah
0: sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> well
0: huh. yeah it's fine <laughs> I don't need to, i'm not trying to defend empire let's let's just continue
1: aren't you though um <laughs> and so you know we get This ends with like each of them, you know, commanding their respective troops to go do battle, which is such a fucking rad moment. Claw just does this thing where he like raises his arm and then points. And it's so fucking cool. Um, (laughs) And Hidalgo says, and so we fight on and the battle begins. Wow, man. I better get
0: like the fucking best cutscene I've ever seen in my life. When we get to fucking Ferdiad, like this, you're, you're up on me by like four now. Like you have four cool cutscenes. I know.
1: (laughs) Not that I'm counting or anything. Yeah. 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 That's a bummer. So, you know, we launch into the battle and then we get like some additional dialogue from each of them. Mm -hmm. Dimitri's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to kill Adelgard. Claude, Claude says it doesn't seem like the kingdom wants to join us. Let's hold off. For a second see what happens oh and edelgard says basically her plan is to cause so much chaos on the battlefield that you know we'll just start fighting each other that is
0: that is the black eagle mo it's like we'll send a bunch of people other places to like get I it really guess. fucked up and then we'll do our actual mission
1: mm-hmm. also the music in this battle fucking rips highly yeah. recommend looking it up So, you know, we, we get in there. Um, I, when I try to approach, if I get too close to the golden deer, they do want to attack me. And I don't understand why. The whole thing is like so contrived that suddenly there is beef between the Alliance and the kingdom. Just because like, like one, (laughs) one dude shows up dead. And now I got to fight Claude. Like what? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Um, That's interesting, especially because, like, I don't whatever. You know, he has this thing where he's like, I, I, don't know whether I should target the empire or the kingdom. We'll just have to crush anyone who isn't an ally. Um, and then they start attacking us. Um, at that moment, it's like we've advanced. It's been a couple of rounds, maybe. So we've advanced, kind of. If If you'll recall. In the Battle of Gondor Field, I think both of us started, like, across a river and had to cross. Yeah. So we've, like, advanced across the bridge. Um, We're a little spread out. And, again, I I just wanted to use wishful thinking and did not um, really plan for the notion that the Golden Deer might attack us. And so I've put us in a very precarious position. And then Alliance reinforcements show up, led by Leone and Hilda, and they are coming after us. Um, I almost lo- lost mercy. Um, and I mean, again, I'm playing on casual mode, so it wouldn't be a big deal. But there there was a moment where I was like, I can understand why this would be so much more exciting if I were playing on, what is it, classic or whatever? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where, where, where you could actually like conceivably lose someone. Um mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I I gotta say I don't know how I would play this on maddening or hard. Like this, this would be a really tough battle because it really is yeah. a lot of them. They cut, you know. I obviously didn't plan, and I think I would, you know, in subsequent playthroughs know how to plan for yeah for those reinforcements showing up, um, and for like fighting this battle on on two fronts. I mean, really, the way to do it probably is probably start by just attacking the Alliance. Because once once the Alliance and Kingdom are engaged, a lot of the Empire forces just kind of like hang back in their corner until that's done. Is
0: there a way for you to like avoid the Alliance soldiers? Or like is their range too far? So
1: theoretically, I think I could have avoided killing a lot of them, but you have to defeat Claude to like finish the
0: so they like battle. they they turn aggro no matter what like there's no yeah, way to avoid that there's no way to avoid wow. it I, look, I looked it up i was like okay you know,
1: <laughs> in google like that's Blue so alliance weird. chapter 17 do i have to kill the alliance you know do i have to fight the alliance and the answer yeah. is
2: yeah um huh. wow
1: and so it's interesting because some people in this battle when you defeat them they retreat and some die so the first person that I take out is Petra, but she retreats. Actually all of the all of the uh Empire folks, which is just her and Hubert and Edelgard, they all retreat when they're defeated. Okay. Claude and Hilda also retreat when they're defeated. Uh no, <laughs> the the rest of the Alliance people, which I, I forgot to mention, um, when you start out, Claude has Ignatz and Lysithio with him. Mm. They are killed. And God, I'm really using the passive voice there to do a lot of work. Um, <laughs> and Leone is uh, also killed. Wow! wow, wow, wow. So let me see. I wrote down. Who did the deed each time?
0: <laughs>
1: um, so Dimitri took out Petra, she retreated, Ash killed Ignatz. Again, I keep having him kill. He's just too powerful.
0: These child soldiers, you know. Yeah.
1: Um <laughs> Hilda attacked Byleth, got a crit, and took her out in one hit. I it was terrifying. And so I was like, okay, I, I need to like immediately take her out with like a ranged attacker. And so yeah. um, Mercy took her out. She retreated. Sylvain killed Leone. At this point, I wrote in my notes, it really frustrates me how contrived this is.
0: Um, Yeah, Yeah, it just doesn't, like, I'm curious if maybe there was something that happened on the Alliance side. That wasn't like your guy showing up like this feels like, or an orchestra, like a Hubert orchestrated
1: <laughs> maybe.
0: thing. I don't like I don't Hubert know. killed the, the, the kingdom soldier, but also did something in the Alliance that made them think that that soldier did something,
1: love your you mind know, immediately goes Hubert. Maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe we'll find that out. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's really frustrating that it's, I can understand. I feel like it almost would have made more sense if, We got one of those cutscenes that was like the other side, you know, Mm. and it was like Claude and Hilda being like, oh, we, you know, sent a messenger to the kingdom to tell them that we wanted to help them. And then he ended up dead. So apparently the kingdom doesn't want our help, actually. And now they're our enemy. Like that would have made so much more sense to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just would have made it feel like a little bit less like, what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, you know, it's possible that it was just like, Folks on the House Gloucester side of the alliance. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, sure. But it is what it is. Mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. Annette takes out Claude. He retreats. Um, I'm mad at him. Lysithia almost takes Dimitri out. She gets him down to like one, two hit points. Um, and so I had to do kill Lysithia because I felt oh. like he would. <laughs> I
0: felt like he would.
1: Yeah. And you might recall I mentioned in earlier chapters in part two, Dimitri could not gain support levels with anyone. Right. So I wasn't getting those little hearts on the battlefield or anything. Right. In this battle, after, I think it was after Claude was defeated, Dimitri started gaining support again. Okay. More on that later. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, we we handle the alliance, and then we go to finish off the rest of the empire. Dimitri, I let Dimitri, you know, attack Edelgard, and she's... <laughs> You know, he says a bunch of shit about how he's going to kill her. She's like, I am not going to die today. Uh, he takes <laughs> her out. She retreats. And so we launch into our post-battle cut scene. Uh, Rod comes in and says, hey, we got to uh, pack snacks and make tracks because the Imperial <laughs> Army is coming. <laughs> That's good. A little Animal That's, Crossing reference. Uh, uh, yeah Okay. Little nugget for those of you who have also been obsessed. The real gamers. Yeah. uh, So the Imperial Army's coming. We got to get out of here. And Dimitri's like, no, I want to go pursue Edelgard. Um, And while they're arguing about this, uh, Fleish comes up behind Dimitri, (gasps) catches him off guard and stabs him. Uh, And she just says a bunch of stuff like, oh, I bet it hurts, but not as bad as, you know, what you did to my brother. And I'm like, oh, actually, that was me. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See? Um She says, you will never be forgiven and is about to take him out. She says, you filthy monster. It's time to die. Oh, God. And Rodrigue jumps in front of him at the last moment. So he takes that blow. Oh my God! kills Fleisch. Woof. And so uh, Rodrigue and Dimitri, both of them stabbed, but Rodrigue, much worse, is dying. Yeah. And uh, the two of them have one last chat. Dimitri says, you know, you shouldn't have done that. This punishment was mine to bear.
2: Yeah. He,
1: he says, please don't die. You know, uh, my father, my stepmother, Glenn, <laughs> all died and left me behind. And now, you know, now you and are you going to haunt me too? Mm-hmm. And, and he, he blames himself, says, I might as well have killed you myself. And Rodriguez, like, you have one thing terribly wrong none of them, none of us died for you. They died and I'm now dying for what we believe in. your life is your own it belongs to no other living or dead. Live for what you believe in yeah we get a flashback um, Rodrigue had mentioned when we when we met up with him in the last chapter that he had made a promise to Blake King and we find out what that promise was. Okay. Right before the royal family left for for Dusker, Rodriguez was like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this because it's dangerous, and, like, you, you know, what happened? Like, if the worst happens, Dimitri is so young. Mm. Do you really want to put yourselves in danger like that? And then Lambert says, even if the worst should happen, he will be okay. He's not fucking okay. It had the worst happened. He's not okay, actually. Yeesh. He says he's smart. Even if he loses his father, he'll be a good and respectable man. He's very much not a good or respectable man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. But he says if he ever starts down the wrong path and I'm not here to set him straight, promise me you will. So, uh, Roderick passes away. The The last scene of this chapter is it's outside the stables at night, and um, Dimitri is making preparations to leave for Enbar. Byleth stops him, um, and he's like, oh, I've got to do this, whatever. You know, I have to appease the dead. i <laughs> um, talking
0: about the dead, dude.
1: I know. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and "Byla's uh, like, uh,
0: no, don't. Um, <laughs> <You sound> like <laughs> the Willy like, Wonka, no, don't, no, stop. No, don't,
1: please. Um, <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm going to do it. But seeing as you seem to think you have all the answers, I'm just curious. How do you think I uh, should silence their desperate pleas? How do I save them? You know, all, all I've done for the last nine years of my life, the only reason I've lived is to avenge the dead. Um, that's why I came to the Officers' Academy. It was my only reason for living. So uh, what what should I live for? Oh, my God. And Byleth, uh just says, like Rodrigue said, live for what you believe in. And he's like, oh, but I'm a monster. Could I hope for such a life, um, you know, as the sole survivor of, of that day, being, you know, tragedy of Dusker, do mm-hmm. I have the right to live for myself? Um, and by this actually got me. Byleth doesn't say anything. Um, we just we get this image of Dimitri just like standing there in the rain looking miserable. Mm. And then we see Byleth's hand in in the frame, like reaching out wow. to him. Um, and he takes her hand, and that's where the chapter ends. Wow. Um Damn. Yeah. I'm trying to decide if I want to talk about the beginning of chapter 18 i think i do because i i have some um some supports that bring all this full circle sure um so yeah i'm going to talk about uh just the very beginning of chapter 18 which is titled the king's triumphant return Uh um (laughs) (laughs) uh, so we get just like a little voiceover um uh, telling us in like the Gerald voice telling us, Dimitri yeah. has begun to question his desire for revenge. You know, I'll let, I'll let, I'll show instead of tell. So <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> the opening cut scene is in uh, our little war room at the monastery. Um, the victory at Grander was a big turning point for us. But, um, you know, having lost Rodrigue, I think we lost like the military strength and resources that came with him I don't really understand why. I guess, you know, <laughs> theoretically, without their leader, the forces that he yeah. commanded scattered. I have no idea. It doesn't. Yeah. Really I mean,
0: sense. that's kind of what happened when we when we defeated Alois. They were like, "Oh, now that Alois is dead, the Knights of Cerros have no one to look to." It's like, well, they probably do. Yeah, like, like
1: I'm sure there's a second in command that they. Would yeah, block, like but, what the fuck. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So you know, we're kind of plotting our next move, and Dimitri walks up, uh, and he apologizes to everyone.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: He says, I've led you down this dark path and caused so much suffering. You know, there's, there's no apology that would be sufficient. <laughs> and Felix is like, yeah, how do you intend to make up for the fact that my dad's dead? Which like, <laughs> oh, damn
0: fuck. Felix. Fuck. I that's, mean, I
1: mean, oh, he hated
0: that guy, but whatever. Yeah. But now that's both his brother and yeah. his dad that are he killed, uh, Dimitri. protecting Dimitri.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dimitri says, I know that, like, words aren't enough, but it's it's all I have. And Felix says, well, speak through your actions. And he, Dimitri's like, okay, well, I have decided that we should go to Ferdiad and take back the the capital. And the music changes, and it's, like, so triumphant. It's supposed to be this, like, incredible moment. Yeah. And uh, Dimitri's like, I, you know, the only way I can atone for my sins is by following my heart and doing the right thing And Gilbert's like, yeah, I mean, you know, if we if we take back the kingdom, then, you know, we'll have an advantage in the war against the Empire. But, you know, Edelgard herself might slip further away. Can you live with that? And he's Mm. like, I, you know, I still hate her and I am always going to. But my life is my own. I should live for what I believe in. I'll no longer allow the voices of the dead to bind me. This is something I must do. No, something I'm choosing to do. Nice. This frustrated me a lot, actually. Oh, <laughs> the suggestion that you can just choose to no longer uh, have yeah. hallucin- hallucinations and delusions, um, and that oh, the you know the problem was his attitude.
0: He was just sad. Yeah,
1: <sighs> that's just such a <laughs> shitty like. Mm. depiction of mental health and I know obviously we're not going to get in this like little fantasy world like oh you know Dimitri went to therapy for years and some days were good and some days were bad and he you know eventually (laughs) found a combination (laughs) of medications that were like obviously that's not going to happen Right? but they really didn't need to I think in retrospect do this at all like they really didn't Mm. need to have it be I think it's like something that's supposed to make him more sympathetic is the idea that like Oh, you know, he he has like he thinks the dead are talking to him and telling him to get this revenge. But like you really didn't need that. It could have just been like he has tremendous survivor's guilt. And, you know, his his way of acting on that is this quest for revenge. And it wouldn't have these like kind of icky implications that like you can just choose to get better. (laughs) I love that. Um, Anyway, everyone's on board uh, to go take back the kingdom. Even Sedith is like, you know, like we can't afford to to die by recklessly challenging the Empire. So let's do this thing. Mercy <laughs> says, I'm worried about Rhea, but if this is your choice, I support it. Mercy, this is why we can't get married. I know I said that last week, but it's true. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody else is like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and Felix says, I'll help you in my father's stead. But yeah. like, you better fucking win.
2: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: And so I will. That that's where I stop playing, and uh, I will save uh, the rest of Chapter 18 for next week. But uh, it's right. a real, real turning point for Dimitri, who yeah. is not as shitty as he could have been.
0: Anyway. <laughs> Very nice. Mm. Congratulations on finishing <laughs> the chapters and getting a, a king back. I guess I don't.
1: Yeah, the king uh, has returned. Um, the king has returned.
0: Interesting. Wow. Well, Damn. Yeah well i mean i actually congrats on getting to do back really is thank the, you that was yeah
1: the most glorious moment <laughs> um very excited to talk about this is why i unlocked so many supports because a now dimitri is gaining support levels again right um, so i did i did watch a couple of those at the beginning of chapter 18 that i do want to talk about today but also to do is back so i unlocked a bunch of to do supports
0: very nice Well, speaking of supports. Yeah. Let's talk about some supports. Okay. um, I'm going to start real light and flirty. Um, Ooh. I got the <laughs> Byleth and the Death Knights C support.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go.
0: And he's just sitting in the dining hall. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And he says, just <laughs> trying to... In-
1: I fucking love the imagery of this guy with, like, a fucking death mask and, like, the horns and shit, just, like, like, sitting uh, in the cafeteria eating, like, a fucking, I don't know, Jamaican beef patty or whatever.
0: (laughs) Wow. He's trying to enjoy sweet delights, is what he says.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Violet is like, (laughs) this is already so much better than I expected. It's like, you know, I'm I'm a person, too. I do not like sweets. (laughs) that's (laughs) That's
0: pretty much it that's pretty much it's a good time um yeah it says you know like the the death knight is like uh this merely like a facet of his personality or whatever but
1: I have he's still human multitudes (laughs) right uh
0: really really good shit um I got Felix and Byleth say support which we talked about last week because you got it Mm -hmm. and and actually I got a bunch of Shamir supports this week but first of all, I didn't, I can't get Byleth and Shamir's C support because I missed it.
1: Oh, I didn't I, know that was I, possible.
0: Me neither until now. I missed the opportunity to, I, I don't know if I had it and I just didn't watch it mm-hmm. or if I didn't get it. So that's, that is totally gated off for me now. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind, I'm kind of bummed about it. Well, I, I don't know what.
1: I, I talked about it. Remember?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know. But yeah. I just I'm just bummed that I can't just 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 because I guess I, I guess that's just part the part of my personality that doesn't like when people don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I did get uh, I, I watched her Petra, Hubert and Caspar supports. Hubert is just Hubert being Hubert like, hey, don't kill her. You're a really good archer. And that's like my you know, obviously that's that would be the uh, bodyguards worst nightmare, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, OK, she calls Hubert. And then he gets mad because she calls Edelgard, uh princess and he's like, oh, she's the emperor now. And she's like, oh, sorry, I'll call the princess emperor next time. He's like, he's the, he's the emperor now. And then, you, and then Shamir calls him unstable. And then that, <laughs> and then it's basically like, look, I like, you know, you're threatening me, but I fucking threatened. I would kill you in a heartbeat, whatever. Very funny. Um, That's great yeah uh her caspar ones caspar like oh you're a really good archer would you teach me someday and she's like no i don't think so or, or like could you could we like meet up tomorrow or whatever and she's like no uh i don't think so and he's like oh yeah i guess that makes sense that you don't want to train people from the empire especially the son of the person who like you know led the the or, or quashed the dagda rebellion that like your family was a part of uh and shamir's like well no i mean i don't really care about like i don't hold the grudges like generationally or whatever like you didn't do that it's whatever it's not a big deal i'm just like busy tomorrow and I can't and Caspar's like oh yeah okay (laughs)
1: we'll just just meet up some other time expert Um, blow off Shamir
0: (laughs) yeah but then the one, I, the uh, Shamir one I actually wanted to talk about is the Petra Shamir mm. one, uh, their, their B support. Uh, previously, they talked about, you know, mm. both of them being from outside of the Empire and, like, what do those allegiance, uh, or alliances mean, and blah, blah, blah. So Petra just comes up and says that she's been thinking, like, if Dagda were to invade Foldland again, what side would Shamir choose? Uh, and Shamir says, you know, I would join Dagda. I don't have any, like, allegiance to Foldland or whatever. And then Petra's like, oh, does that mean if you would, like, fight that, like, you would fight, me like you would fight the allies the imperial allies and she says she basically says yes and then says is what i my answer would have been five years ago and it's like why the fuck would you ever frame it like that no real human being has ever answered a question like that um (laughs) is what i would have said right and petra's like huh as yeah and she kind of the stuff that we've we've learned about shamir's you know she grew up a mercenary she owed this debt to the knight's of Saros. Um, but obviously not anymore. <laughs> she's joined the emperor, uh, and she's fighting with the empire. Like one, she has a deal with, 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 with the empire. Like she has a deal with Edelgard. Um, but also like she, believes in what they're fighting for or at least you know doesn't believe in <laughs> what mm-hmm. the church is fighting for but but she basically tells Petra like well if you know if Dagda were to show up on our shores like you are my allies now like I haven't been in Dagda in you know 10 years or whatever 20 years however long it's been um so like you're my ally now and I would fight with you uh and Petra's like oh that's nice <laughs> that's kind of the whole support it's like, all in all a pretty uh underwhelming I think but mm-hmm. but I, I don't know it's it's nice I just like Petra and Shamir uh talking to each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I have a couple more, but do you, ha- what would you like to talk about?
1: A bunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have once again split them up into categories, but I think I might yes. start with a few just like miscellaneous ones that don't fall into right. any particular category. Sure. So I got Ash and Ingrid's A support. Um, as I have mentioned previously, I am back back on my bullshit trying to put them together. Uh, she has really become one of my faves, love her. um, (laughs) And so I think that they deserve each other. So this one, he bought her an antique book, like spent a lot of money on it um, because he really wanted her to read it. It's, you know, one of their books about knights or whatever, but um, the knight was a woman. And she was a real historical figure who was noble um, and had a crest, but was accepted as a knight. Um, So he thought of her and it's just a sweet moment where they're like, yeah, let's become knights together. cute! I love it. I got Annette and Felix's A, I guess, A minus or A support. Um, They have one more. Last time uh, he caught her singing in the garden. (laughs) Uh, This time he catches her singing in the library. And this is it's. She's the only person that Felix is, like, genuine with and not an asshole to. He's very right. interested in her music um, <laughs> and, like, wants her to sing more. Oh, my God. Which is just so pure. Um Someone posted uh we have a Discord now. <laughs> um, yes, we have and, a Discord now. Yeah, we can talk about that at the end, but uh someone posted in the Discord, it was supposed to be like feel like a Felix had a Twitter what he would tweet about. Um, and <laughs> a lot of it is him uh just being like a an Annette stan. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and uh so the last song that she sang uh in their Last Support, uh where she was singing about dinner was called Crumbs and Yums. Um <laughs> Yeah. So one of the, one of the like Felix tweets was, Crumbs and Yums is the greatest album of all time. (laughs) 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 So now every time they gain a support, like anytime they like gain support on the battlefield, I'm just like, Crumbs and Yums, baby. (laughs) Um, So is that. I got Annette and Gilbert's uh, A minus and A plus support. So I have closed the loop on Annette and Gilbert. Okay. Um, In the first one, uh, Gilbert. Basically, gives Annette a bunch of letters that he had written to her and her mother and never sent. Um, And in the A plus support, it's after she has read them all. You know, he wrote one for every birthday, every occasion. Um, And she asked why he didn't send it, and he was like, "I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to." And you know, over time, it got harder and harder as my guilt just grew. And she's like, "Well, can you send them to?" mother now. So she understands that you care. And he's like, no. Um, But she's Jesus like, Christ, fine, dude. I'm going to send. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you know, they made me happy. It made me, you know, we thought for years that you hated us or that you were trying to forget us. <sighs> so it made it it made me happy to know you were thinking of us all along. So I'm going to send these to her. And I think it's going to make her happy, too. And he's like, it made you happy like he he cannot believe. So basically, she convinces him to promise her that when the war is over, he will come home and they will be a family again. I'll believe That's it when I see it. Sweet. Yeah. But good for yeah. her. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. He sucks. I, yeah. He fucking sucks. Sure.
0: It's it's I don't know. It's fine. It's just like, like, oh, man, I meant to do all this stuff, but I was still just like a really shitty dad. But mm-hmm. here's the letters like, oh, OK, cool. That's fine. I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, obviously she's probably wants a dad, you know, so I'm sure she's willing to just take what she can get. But I feel like Annette deserves better.
1: She does. She does. I mean, she did say to him, um, if you break this promise, I will never speak to you again. Sure. Uh, Fair enough. But yeah. uh, Okay, so that was all my miscellaneous. So I just have three categories and (laughs) then Gilbert and Annette scenes were in your miscellaneous. Yeah. (laughs) Bummer. I'm over it. (laughs)
0: All right. Let's get into one of your real categories. I only have I could talk about three. I only really have two.
1: Okay. So. So this category is called Dudu, Return of the Real King. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm gonna start with Biolith and Dudu's A support. He is <laughs> he's tending the garden, which he's doing in full like metal plate armor. What a look. King. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so are you here for the flowers again? And I chose the uh, the response. Not particularly.
0: Oh my God! Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, it gets a little flirty. An awfully cute shriek, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awfully cute. Uh, <laughs> and he says, "Well, you might as well have a look while you're here." And I'm like, "Trust me, Jesus I'm Christ. having a look." <laughs> what? Fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he he thanks me uh, for supporting dimitri in his absence which mm, i have mixed feelings about that but um he says i you know i also must admonish you for taking your own well-being too lightly we can't afford to lose an invaluable asset like you and this greenhouse would be a more lonely place without you in it oh stop it yeah He also says, it wouldn't be fair to the flowers to leave me their only caretaker.
0: Oh, my God. We have flower uh, children together. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. (sighs) Uh, He says, someday I hope to show you a whole landscape of these flowers in full bloom. Uh, So Byleth asks, you mean in Dusker? He says, yes, once this conflict is over and, you know, Dimitri's on the throne, I believe it can be done. We can, you know. Restore Dusker to its its former glory and beauty. So you have to live until at least then.
0: <laughs> kind of dark, but okay. Yeah.
1: Um, and I say same to you. And he says, I had not thought much of my own life until now, except that I would gladly cast it aside for His Highness. That's still true. But now I want to see the end of this war. Until I can show you the fields of Dusker in bloom, I will go on living. And I just think that's really nice. I. Yeah. A big theme of uh, Dadoo's A supports is that he's finally embracing his his roots, I guess. Um, sure. You know, he no longer feels like, well, it's a waste of time to think about Dusker because it's a ruin now. Right. Um, he realizes that, like, it is worth uh, preserving and that there is hope. And um, I think there's probably I hope this gets developed more, but there's probably an element of that that is um, like for the past five years when he was like, I guess, recovering from his wounds or whatever. um, He he took refuge. This is something that actually is on his like dossier now. He took refuge in the Dusker residential district of, I guess, Ferdiad was would be my guess. Um, So it seems like he has been surrounded by other people from Dusker and maybe like, uh, you know, getting getting back to uh, his culture, which I think is really nice. So uh, along the same lines, um, we get his uh, support with Mercy where she finds him praying to the goddess and she's like, oh, you know, can you do that? Would that make the Dusker gods mad? And he says, well, no, we actually recognized the goddess in our, uh, in our pantheon. She, you know, sure. she's considered the protector of Fodlin, and that's sort of how all foreign gods mm. are seen. Oh,
0: interesting. Right. Okay. That's, that's theologically interesting.
1: Yeah. So, so he says, you know, I was praying to her for peace hmm. and she asks about his plans after the war. You know, he's like, well, I'll probably serve Dimitri. How about you? Um, <laughs> No surprise there. Uh, sure. She says, I'm actually thinking of traveling to Dusker. Um, it's where oh. you were born. It's where your stories and, and like, the, you know, food that you cook comes from. And I want to I want see it. And he says, well, I'll accompany you. Uh, mm. And they sort of talk about how, you know, okay, we'll have to, like, really pray to the gods um, to, for <laughs> peace to make sure that happens.
0: Got to pray um, really hard.
1: And there's this interesting exchange. I think that they... They might have one more support scene. I hope that they do, because otherwise mm. I don't know when this is going to be explained. Um, <laughs> so they talk about, oh, let's let's pray to the Dusker gods too. She asks, which gods? Um, and he says, For victory, we pray to the god of war. Or, mm, never mind, just the god of war. And she's like, What are you what were you gonna say? Um, and he's like, uh, and she says, Oh, you must have been you must be thinking of the god of travel, right? We should pray to the god of travel. And he's like, Sure, let's leave it at that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So I okay. wonder if he's going to be
1: like, oh, we should pray to the God of love or something.
0: Love, I don't know. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm. yeah, again,
1: it's nice to see like he's getting back in touch with his, his <laughs> religion. Um, yeah. Next one is we get his A support with Dimitri. And oh, wow. We basically <laughs> hear about, yeah, um, Dimitri totally has 180. He's sort of back to his old self in a bit, in in a way. Um, okay. They're talking about how uh, Dimitri protected Dudu after the tragedy of Dusker. Um, you know, I guess Dudu was like about to be attacked by soldiers and and Dimitri stopped them. Um, sure. And he said, you know, I'm really happy that that happened because it makes me feel like it was worthwhile I survived. If I hadn't been able to save anybody, I would have been the sole survivor, but because I was able to save you, you know, it made me feel a little bit better to know, like I saved someone and that has always sure, been like sure, a crutch sure. that I've relied on. And to like, well, you, you saved my life. Like I, I can never, I still haven't been able to repay that debt. And to me, she's like, you literally saved me from being executed <laughs> yeah, five to
2: years do? ago.
1: Yeah. Like <laughs> Buddy. Um, he's like, well, that was just, my duty is your fast. <laughs>
0: man.
1: And to do, uh, Dimitri's like, listen, I, I, it seems like I'm special to you, but I want you to know, like you are very special to me too. You're irreplaceable. You're cherished. So please stop saying that we can't be friends. And to do's like, listen, you promised me that you'd build a kingdom that's proud to boast of Dusker blood in this kingdom where there is no distinction between the people of Dusker and the people of Foldland, Will I finally be able to call you my friend? Will I? Dimitri? It's the first time he's ever called him by his name. And Dudu blushes, um, and my heart couldn't take it. It was so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) And Dimitri's like, he's so excited. He's like, yes, you call me your friend again and again. And so he says, all right, then we've got to do what we can to bring that world about. To be your friend is what I have always wanted. Wow. Dimitri says he's glad to hear it. It sounds like he's crying, which is very cute. Um, Mm -hmm. And Dudu's like, until then, I am going to be my same old overprotective self. (laughs) Um, So that was there. that's very sweet. It's very nice. Um, And finally, I just wanted to touch briefly on Dudu and Ash's A support. You know, it's basically just both of them, like, reflecting on the people that they've lost and how, you know, you keep them alive through their memories and, you know. Didu specifically is like, I, you know, the, it's like Dudu had been cooking and, and made some food for Ash. And, you know, he's like, I I remember my mom and my sister in the kitchen. And so they like live on through the food or whatever. Um, and Ooh. Ash talks about Leonardo and his brother who he lost and his parents. And he starts crying. And the only reason I, I really bring this up, aside from that, it's like a very sweet scene. But um Dudu makes the first joke I've ever heard Dudu make. <sighs> Okay. Ash is sitting here with his with his plate of food, crying, and Didou says, <laughs> "Careful, or you'll oversalt it." <laughs> <laughs> first joke ever. Yeah. Love him. It's a good one, and that's to do return of the real king. Uh,
0: oh, wow, king, mm-hmm. <laughs> amazing, wonderful. Uh, so first of all, I got Casper and Bernadette. Ca- Casper. I got Caspar <laughs> and Bernadette's a support so basically uh it, it we like catch up with him in the middle of like a conversation of Caspar being like I don't know why you're so mad at me like what are you what are you talking about and Bernard's like are you fucking kidding me like you don't remember like whatever and she, you know basically just explains the events of their previous two supports where he picked her up and brought her to mm-hmm. that pretty location she's like that's like super not cool like you just toted me around like, like a piece of luggage and now you don't even remember it <laughs> like whatever and he's like oh like and he like gives more of like an actual apology because at first he's like you know i'm sorry for whatever i did you know blah 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 and she's like that's not an apology um so he's like oh well i'm you know I'm sorry you did that and blah 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 and then asks like what he can do to make it up to her <laughs> she says two things uh i want you to bring me back to that place but i want you to not pick me up and treat me gently and he's like okay that's three things and she's like no that was one thing <laughs> i want you to treat <laughs> me gently and then and then she asks him to promise to never take anybody else there mm-hmm. um and he's and he like is like sure i guess i don't know whatever let's go and then they go to the place and they like you know they walk there together mm-hmm. um and she's like oh man this is like just as beautiful as it was five years ago like the to feel the sun on my skin and blah 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 and he's like that little bit of sun on your skin is like like that you should get out more <laughs> uh but he says you should get out more and i'll take you. To, I'll, I'll show you some of my favorite places, and, and I, you know, I won't bring anybody else there. It'll just be the two of us, which was very sweet. And then she's like, you know, if you ever get sick of me, you have to tell me, and blah 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 blah. But it was very sweet, very lovely. um That was their a support, very nice stuff. And I also got Edelgard and Lysithia's a support. <gasps> Ooh, not quite as juicy, I think, as as we wanted it. But I think it's a nice it's a nice little little ending okay. um, to this arc. Basically, Lysithia is just like. They they exchanged we get like five or six messages back and forth of like, hey, how's it going? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> really it's like, but like just like genuine, just like, you know, small mm-hmm. talk. It's like, I don't need the small talk. We can yeah, just get right. Really. Um, but uh Lysithia talks about uh how Edelgard's vision of the future is like a future without crests. And like, you know, she really loves that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Edelgard's like, yeah, and she doesn't like say it like this but it's like not like without crests but just like where like crests don't really mean anything Mm -hmm. you know like it you know no one's going to be treated how you know no one's going to do the things that they did to us she doesn't say to us because i don't think she's told lysithia yet but like you know nobody's going to do the things they did to us just for the sake of these fucking crests like whatever some people have them some people don't doesn't matter and then lysithia you know pledges her life to to the cause of like doing away with crests and like the noble system and stuff uh and then ask edelgard about her hair color uh it's like you know after they did all these experiments on me the, the the pigment from my hair like left Wow. and she's pretty much like yeah i mean it's it it happened to me uh and i didn't write who said this and i honestly i couldn't tell you who said this but one of them says i want a world where people like us are no longer victimized wow which like obviously uh and then edelgard Tells Lysithia to never stop fighting for her life because you know she has a shorter lifespan because of the crest. Right. Uh, Lysithia promises, and then Edelgard invites her to come eat cake together. Uh, so then they go eat cake. It's very sweet. Um, yeah, it's it's nice. I want them to talk more about it. I
1: yeah, think. really. Uh-huh.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I'm so. I, I guess I'm. I'm more curious about. I wish that I had more bilith lysithia Mm -hmm. supports on the horizon but i don't because i hit the a already and like i i think Byleth's uh uh like i'm gonna try and do whatever i can to like figure out how to get the you know save your life or whatever i think that's extremely compelling and i i i I guess it's just gonna be have to be saved for whatever yeah the s support is or whatever yeah Um, or
1: like the uh like epilogue i guess
0: yeah yeah so yeah i i have one more, mm-hmm. but I'll save it.
1: I have a few more categories.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Two more categories and then one that's just like one support that I wanted to talk about last. Sure. So the next category I have is called Sylvain. Sure, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what I have discovered, the reason why Sylvain's, it's the Sylvain bileth a support was so unsatisfying to me <laughs> is because The reveal of Sylvain saying that he hates the women that he flirts with, like Sylvain hating women is supposed to be a big reveal. Um, And it's just not. And I don't know if it's because I happen to get like enough other conversations with him where I was like, oh, obviously he hates women. Or if it's just because I'm a world weary 31 year old woman who (laughs) dates men. When I'm like, yeah, obviously he hates women. Right, Um, right. (laughs) shit so yeah so that wasn't it's supposed to be like you're supposed to think oh sylvain just loves women and he just likes flirting or whatever and it's like no he like does it because like he actively hates them um so there's the first support in this category is sylvain and mercy's a support where you know they're sort of talking about like the ways that he's suffered in his life um and she's like i get the feeling that you don't carry care very much for these women who you think like just want to you know have a kid with you to Mm -hmm. have a kid with a crest. And he's like, I'd appreciate it. If you kept that observation between the two of us, like this is his big secret that he hates women. It's like everybody fucking know, like any, anyone with eyes can see that you don't, like women um and uh the only other interesting thing about this is that she is very kind to him and makes him cry oh (laughs) and she's like oh don't be ashamed of crying whatever um i'm here to protect you will you protect me in return and it is such an i can fix him moment like girl this is not for you (laughs) um another thing that i think is extremely fucking funny is i got dorothea and Sylvain's c support and this thing this Sylvain hates women supposed to be this big reveal. Dorothea clocks it yeah. in her C support. Yeah, she's like, man. He's trying to flirt with her. And she's like, you know, you could very easily be engaged by now. Like, she's like, <laughs> you're not bad to look at. You're not that dumb. Like you, right. you could totally be engaged at this point, but you still flirt. I bet you enjoy going out with them, but you hate women themselves. Don't you think? Whoa, and like, she just says it. Yeah, she just fucking she says it. it. And he's like, me hate women? No, I'm always serious when I flirt. I'd stake my life on it. Um, (laughs) She's like, you should only stake your life on it if you're in love. He's like, I'm genuinely in love with all the women I flirt with. And she obviously (laughs) calls BS. Oh, fucking God. I just think it's so great. Like, she's like, no, you obviously, (laughs) like, I I can spot you a mile away. Um, Queen. I love her. So fucking good. But the last part I want to talk about. Okay. We have established Sylvain hates women. Yeah that is why I have decided Sylvain does not deserve to end up with any woman. I want to talk about Sylvain and Felix's a plus support. Okay. Um. So a big theme in all of Felix's a supports basically is someone um basically puts themselves in danger in battle to, to, protect him and he's like Mm. why would you do that you're so fucking stupid because like he (laughs) wants to he doesn't want anyone you know he wants to protect other people so he doesn't Mm -hmm. understand why anybody Mm -hmm. wants to protect him um so this is we get this with with sylvain and like i said every time this happens felix gets angry felix gets so fucking angry at sylvain (gasps) for protecting him in a way that makes clear that like he really cares about sylvain Yeah. Um, So, you know, we have them like arguing, whatever. And Sylvain's like, I don't know why you're so mad at me. You should be thanking me. (laughs) And Felix says, I am grateful. Um, You know, you've been doing this since we were kids. You fool around, but then you show up and help when we really need you. I'll admit, seeing that smile on your face almost makes me want to give you a hug. Almost. And Sylvain says, oh, a hug. Did you get hit on the head? Tell (laughs) me you want to hug me again. I liked it. (laughs) So Felix is like. Wow all right, I'm leaving. Um, But before he leaves, Sylvain says, do you remember the promise we made as kids that we'd stick together until we died together? Holy shit. Yeah. Um, Felix says, I remember. Uh, Sylvain says, I'm not really trying to get myself killed before you. You know that, right? (laughs) And Felix says, yeah, I know, but I'm tired of these close calls. Um, you know, stop fooling around, take training more seriously. He puts his guard up again and says, you can die whenever you please, but I'm not going down with you. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you, yeah, you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> and before he leaves, he thanks Sylvain again, like genuinely. And Sylvain says, that's what friends are for. Friends. Hmm. Yeah, you're friends. <laughs> you're friends. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm going to make these two men uh, end up together. Sure. Um So the last like big category, not that big, but category that I have <laughs> is... Raphael, got Among Men, part two. Part two, okay. I got what I think is maybe my favorite support in the entire game so far. Whoa. It's just uh, Ingrid and Raphael's B support. So Raphael sees Ingrid, notices that she looks sad, um, and asks her, you know, why are you so sad? Are you hungry or something? She says, no, I'm not hungry. He says, you're not hungry, but you're sad? I don't get it. Are you sick? <laughs> <laughs> she says, no, I'm not sick. So he's like- not sick. Are you sure you're not hungry? Like he cannot cannot conceptualize. I'm fucking losing it. Um, and she's like, no, that's not it. And so uh, he's like, well, why don't, (laughs) do you want to talk it out? My grandpa says that sometimes that's, you know, that helps. Oh, my gosh. And she's like, OK, I guess that could be helpful. Um, Are you willing to listen? And so she she starts telling him about like her, you know, her father has like found another noble he wants to marry her to. And, you know, her crest and how she really wants to be a knight or whatever. And every <laughs> every time she pauses, he's just like, I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> right active listening. Again. And then active fi- listening yeah. king well finally he's he, she's like are you actually listening <laughs> and he's like yeah yeah i am listening um and then his stomach growls and he's like all that listening has made me hungry oh my god and i think after having listened to your problems it's probably just that you're hungry <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so why don't we go eat and finally she's like all right oh. fine, let's, let's go get a meal <laughs>
0: I, again I can't believe you ever questioned his himbo I know like,
1: I I was so stupid. I
0: this dumb I love dumb man. him
1: so much. I don't understand. I feel like <sighs> I know people love him, but I there are so many characters who I feel like people stand all the time, like Dimitri and Felix and Edelgard and whatever. Where are the Raphael stands? He is like the best character in this game. Maybe it's like one of those
0: like it goes without sayings, you know? Like everybody, obviously, everyone stands Raphael. But who's your other? Who's your second choice?
1: Ridiculous. He's so somehow underrated, even though I know that he's not. Anyway. Right. Only one other support in this category. It's uh, mm-hmm. Bernie and say A-Support. As I have mentioned before, I'm trying to set these two up together. I think it'll be beautiful. Right. So she comes to apologize to him for being like, you know, don't listen to me sing or or play music or whatever. You know, she's like, I'm I'm just really afraid of you <laughs> because you're so big and intimidating. He's like, yeah, yeah. my muscles can be intimidating. Um, Jesus Christ. And he's like, well, listen, is there something we can do? Like, if you're afraid of so many things, and you're afraid of talking to people is there something we can do to fix it? What if you just like, you know, talk to more people and take it slow. But like, Mm. if you talk to more people, it will like get easier every time. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. can start by talking with me. And she's like, okay, that is a good idea, but you're still really scary to me. So maybe (laughs) if you turn around and face the other way.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) She's just trying to get a 360 view.
1: Yeah, she is. She's trying (sighs) to look at that ass. Um, (laughs) Those glutes, I am sure are Mm -hmm, on point. mm -hmm. Um, So he turns around and she's like, it's still intimidating, but, like, I think this can work. And I just I just think they're so great. I think he's, yeah. he's so supportive. He's like, how can we actively, like, make your life better and solve this problem? <laughs> like, I just think that's so beautiful. Yeah. Love these two together. Can't wait to yeah. see them uh, get married.
0: Lovely. Amazing. Yeah.
1: So um, I just have one more to talk about. Okay. Do you want to go first? Or, yeah,
0: I'll talk about my okay. my final one for this week is Byleth and Edelgard's A support.
1: Okay, this my final one is Byleth and Dimitri's A support, so this is great. <laughs> okay, great, 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 cool, okay. cool, cool.
0: Um, so, uh, I mean, it starts off and she's like deep in thought. Uh, Byleth shows up and she's like, oh, you know, she was just distracted thinking about like the logistics of being an emperor. <laughs> and like, it's obviously mm-hmm. stressing her out a whole lot. And she just, she says, uh, I, I was certain that you were Hubert coming to drag me back. <laughs> to, like, do my duties or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then she impersonates him. (laughs) It's like, your majesty, you must know your supreme talents are needed at present. Why not gaze at these documents instead of the sky? (laughs) really funny and, I, and my response was that sounds like Hubert <laughs> and she said doesn't it uh, and then like the worst part is that he's right and like she can't argue with him because like obviously all of these things need to be done and you know mm-hmm. she just has to be the one to do them and then it's just like basically just starts you know singing my praises <laughs> just like I'm so glad you're around you're like such a capable commander and blah mm-hmm. blah blah and like I'm capable of commanding an army myself but it feels like you have this like you can like read the enemy's minds or whatever which is kind of like metagame like yeah we can we can actually see yeah. who they're gonna attack next turn and how much damage it's gonna do but uh she said she's jealous and i said i could either say you have many talents that i lack or sometimes i'm jealous of you too uh, but either way she says uh is that a fact? Well, if you insist, I suppose a flower from another field's uh, always more beautiful. I'll admit, I think of you as rather detached, so hearing that you have emotions such as jealousy is something of a relief. Right. I said, uh, I could say the same of you, and she says, yeah, I can't deny it. Ever since I underwent those procedures, I've certainly distanced myself from the ordinary world. And I say, it seems it seems we are fated to be friends. And she just says, friends. That word somehow doesn't seem adequate. Besides, we've been friends for a long time, you and I. By now, we're so much more than that, at least in my mind. And then she asks me, instead of calling her Edelgard, if I'll just call her Elle. Oh. Uh, she says, that's what my parents and closest sisters used to call me when I was little. Now there's no one left who calls me L, But with you, well, I think I could allow it. In fact, it would mean a great deal to me. And my only choice of response is, why is that? <laughs> She says, why? Hmm. And then turns, turns around and says, well, you've stood beside me and shared my burdens. As I said, you are much more than a friend. In truth, you are like family to me. I suppose that's why. And that's the end of the scene. It's honestly wow. way shorter than I thought it was going to be. But God, it was I, I wrote in my notes. I could have stayed in that scene forever. It was just so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just like really nice. sweet and and nice. And I just can't believe she's like, hey, I'm confiding in you this thing. Like, will you call me this name instead? And I say, Why? <laughs> it's so fucking funny mm-hmm. um god so so yeah and all really my notes sweet. that was like i got that at like the very beginning of the chapter so all my notes i i wrote l instead of Edie or edelgard Aww. um so i had to keep like catching myself <laughs> not saying it because you know i want to i want to i want to do what she asks you
1: mm-hmm. know <laughs> yeah
0: lest i be murdered by hubert <laughs> but yeah Aww, that's um, really sweet so that's that's that. Um, I love um, her so much. Um, I really am trying m- my damnedest to get her to end up with anybody but Hubert.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but-, but I don't think uh, I don't think I'm going to try and end up with her because there's there's other things that I want to see in this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but we'll see what happens just mm-hmm. as long as it's not Hubert. Right. How'd your Dimitri one go?
1: <laughs> um. It is. More sad than heartwarming, but it's there's a little oh. bit of heartwarming at the end. So it's nighttime. He can't sleep. He's getting in some extra training. He's still feeling the injury from where Fleish stabbed him. Mm. And he says, her eyes were filled with revenge, just as mine once were. And he tells me a story, which I don't know how Byleth hadn't heard this yet, but he was actually attacked in the monastery the other day by some of the kids we taught swordsmanship to five years ago. So Jesus. Yeah, so these were actually the children of some thieves that we killed, yeah, five years ago. And Rhea took custody of them, claiming the children were innocent. So, you know, I guess that, you know, they were going to be raised in the church and those kids (laughs) wanted revenge. Um, Jeez. Yeah, and, and so he's reflecting on the fact that, you know, everyone he's killed like there is someone out there who who hates him because he did that. Mhm. Mhm. And so with with Flay she's like, yeah, sometime in the last 5 years I must have killed her brother. We don't we don't we still don't know <laughs> oh, who she is. Oh my god. We still don't know who she is. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. She's so like I yeah, at some point I must I must have done that, and I, I figured God. somebody would retaliate someday. But with those children, you know, it feels different because we drew our blades with the best of intentions, and we still hurt them. And the conclusion is just like, I guess we just have to live with that. And <laughs> Pyle was like, "We can learn to live with it together," which is like, I think a little Ugh. flippant,
2: uh huh, uh huh, and
1: yeah, and. You know Dmitri's just like, i you know, I chose this fight, and so i it's my responsibility to like you know deal with the anguish that comes with it, but I never knew it could be so comforting to have someone standing by my side, and that's how it ends, Aww. so there's a little bit of heartwarming there where it's like, yeah, we have both killed so many, and we have to live <laughs> with it, but at least we have each <laughs> other um, Oish.
0: yeah oy, oy, oy. yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. It could be worse, I guess. But yeah,
1: geez. it's listen, I'm glad I'm glad that he's shaping up. I don't love how the game handled that arc, as I mentioned, but I'm glad to have my boy back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, two of my <laughs> boys back, really. Him and to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such an interesting The the it's just such an interesting uh, thing to bring up in this way uh, of like, oh, there are people who like suffer from this like obviously mm-hmm. no matter what our intentions like people will suffer right which i think is a thing that the game is generally dealing with mm-hmm. um but in a very general sense i don't know so i, I guess it's i am still trying to figure out exactly how i feel about it um, Me too. but i think it's i think i like that like Fleisch was there to do that and that it you know I don't know that it, that it wasn't just like a, a, a thought like how, how in, when Ferdinand was talking in the monasteries, like the people at the, you know, the people mm-hmm. in the towns like suffer the most from this, from these things, but that it was actually like a thing that, I don't know, manifested yeah. in real life. You know? Yeah. We,
1: see, we see the actual yeah. consequences. Um, yeah. And you know, it's just like, uh, it's like very poetic. It's like it all started because like Glenn died and the, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's well done um, in that respect. And, Yeah, I'm glad that the game is, like, grappling with it. Mm -hmm. I just wonder, is it, it, you know, is it going to have anything to say at the end about it, or... Yeah,
0: I I, I don't think so, honestly. I feel like, like seem like uh, th- it you could make a whole game centered around that idea and maybe this one maybe this one is I don't know but just like uh I'm I'm reading the Mal's book of the Fallen like the second mm-hmm. this is the second time I brought up this fantasy series today but that's very much something the series is about is like the the Fallen aren't just like the dead soldiers the Fallen are like people whose cities have been burned down and they didn't have any say in it like they are just the people who live in these places who are just being pushed down on by all these forces and they don't have really any control over anything like those are the fallen and like that is the title of the entire series so i think it's it's definitely a huge thing and it's like something that you know you could write you know three million words mm-hmm. about uh, which that's how long but the series is yeah. <laughs> it's an extremely long series but yeah so i don't expect the game to like really really super grapple with it but i think mm-hmm. the fact that it is there and it's acknowledged and it's like a thing that actually has an effect on the story right uh, is good and yeah and interesting yeah yeah
1: <sighs> it's the time for well, rankings?
0: <laughs> uh, honestly, I I was looking at my rankings. I don't think any of mine change.
1: <laughs> yeah, because
0: um, I'm not doing. I don't really have anything for blue do- blue lines or golden deer. And oh, you know what? I I I do have. I, I will change
1: one. <laughs> in, yeah, I have. A, I have a few. Yeah, um, not go many. For it. So we recently released at the time of this recording episode five of the show, mm. which is where we first really start to learn Edelgard's motivations. And it's also the point where we start to learn that Demetrius on this fucking revenge war path. Right. Um, and I drew a parallel between the two of them when we were doing rankings where I was like, well, you know, like, it's the kind of thing where I understand where they're coming from, but I, you know, I can't support, like, what they're <laughs> doing as a result right. of it, where they both had right. this trauma in their past and they're trying to grapple with it and confront it. And I used that, to justify A, not bumping Edelgard up and B, not bumping Dimitri down. (laughs) Okay. And in retrospect, I think that that was unfair because I had already (laughs) seen all of the things that made me think that Edelgard's vibes were rancid. Mm. And I'd already seen all the things that made me like Dimitri. And so, you know, with Edelgard, it was like, oh, but here is why the thing is, you know? So I, Mm -hmm. I was predisposed to be biased, which I sure. obviously. And now I'm like, you know, that was that kind of was unfair, I think. So <sighs> right now I have Dimitri at an A. Ordinarily at this point, I think I would have said, you know what, I'm gonna bump him up to an S. He's like finally being, you know, decent. I think I am not going to bump him up because what he has done still fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um yeah, yeah.
1: but conversely, I am going to bump Edelgard up to a C because I think I was previously unfair to her. Um, wow. I do support this idea of a crestless future. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Do not love that she started a war about it in which um, <laughs> my my children are in peril and yeah. Rodriguez gone, who I was just yeah. building a rapport with. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on top of so many others. But um, right. that is that is me making amends for uh, my wow. previous bias. Very big of you. Very big of me. Thank you. That's all I wanted was acknowledgement for how uh, big I'm being. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Otherwise, I kind of want to bump Claude down because I'm mad at him.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: I don't know why he attacked me. I wanted to be on his side. But that feels... mm, Fuck it. I'm bumping him to an A. He was an S. There you go. bumping him to an A. I mean, I still fucking love him, but like, what the fuck, man?
0: Yeah, I feel like it's still it's still he's trying to play both sides. And I think he felt it advantageous to 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 keep playing both sides. Yeah, it's a bummer. But
1: yeah, so he gets bumped down. Um, That's it. Leone, Lysithia, Ignatz. I'm so fucking sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's sad. It's a bummer. I hate killing the kids.
1: Yeah. Last one. I'm bumping Roderick to an A. That's it.
0: Nice. Uh, I think I'm only changing Edelgard to... She's a C right now. I don't remember exactly why, but I think it's just the vibes. Yeah. I think I'm going to bump her to... I think I'm going to bump her back to an A because I love her so much. And she really is kind of just like dealing with this shit hand that she was dealt in the only way she really knows how. And it's not... A good way. I'm not mm-hmm. not good. It's not the best way, obviously, but I think it is like the way that she, the, the only way that she can like see it to actually be done. And if I could bump Shamir to an S again, I would, but she's already at an S. So that that's it. That's all I got. Every, all th- right. Everybody stays the same. Edelgard goes to an A. Okay. And now, War Child of the Week. Do you know yours? Uh, do you?
1: I do. Go for I it. Did do. My war okay, child yeah. of the week is to do. <laughs> I'm so happy he's back. I love him so much. He's yeah. like just my favorite. Like yeah. him. And, I mean, him and Ash are really facing off at any given time, but yeah. oh, I fucking love him. <laughs> so glad he's back.
0: That's lovely. I'm, I'm very happy for you. Uh, I think I am going to. <laughs> I really don't know. I think honestly, I had a lot more. I learned more about shamir today
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i know she's not technically a child no but she we've, isn't we've, she we've, isn't, we've yeah. i know she is in my We're house and i do I, I i really like her a lot i i never use her in battle she's always an adjutant or mm-hmm. not there at all but i think her story is is very interesting and i think she's uh great to have around nice <laughs> so uh shamir this week and I mean, like, nobody has really d- did much this week. And I'm not going to make it Edelgard because she told me that, like, we're, you know, BFFs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that that's like a close second. But mm-hmm. but I think Shamir deserves her her moment in the sun because she really is great. Yeah, I, I she
1: think. is. I love um, that for you. Um, yeah, she really so. she rose in the rankings in the big way.
0: She did. Well, I mean, she started, I, I think, learning more about how she's not actually like that mm-hmm. cool with the church was like, oh, OK, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool. good. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that, okay. I think, brings us to the end of the episode.
1: It sure right? does. Um, wow. Yeah. I. Well, yeah. we should... We should promote the Discord. Can yeah, well, that's what,
0: get, yeah, that's what I was, yeah, that's what I about to do. We have a, uh, uh, we have Twitter, obviously, our email, both at Async Pod. Uh, we also now have a Discord. Uh, there's a link in our show notes that you can join to talk about the show, talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses. I've organized it so there are roles, so you can only see the houses that you're in. So if you're doing a Black Eagles run and you don't want to accidentally spoil anything for a Blue Lions or Golden Deer, you won't see those channels at all. So you won't even be tempted to do that stuff. Um, there's also a, a faculty role where you can just see everything. So cool stuff there that is bit.ly slash async pod that link also in the show notes uh, and like I said Twitter and, and Gmail also async pod there we go
1: yeah come join us in the discord there's memes it's yeah,
0: fun it's a great time yeah it's so much fun uh, uh, at, at the time of recording we have just launched it last week but at this point it will be have, have been around for about two months so yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening Kim do you have our final
1: words for today I do I do so if um, if you're struggling I have two suggestions for you. A, try living for what you believe in. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, are you sure you aren't just hungry?
0: <laughs> Is what I would have said five years ago. <laughs> Goodbye, no, everybody. I See you I next week. Stand by
1: that. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening.